2: Hello, welcome to episode 239 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, October 19th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman, and now, folks, here's a nightmare scenario. You're cuddled up in bed, you hear that step, thump, step, thump of a pirate coming up your stairs. You hide under your covers, (laughs) but it's not going to do you any good. He's drank your liquor, number one. Number two, he's looking for treasure. He's a pirate, folks. You're dead. (laughs) <laughs> my name is casey
1: lyons and heavens to betsy i've invented a praying machine
0: my name is greg Lagro, and everybody was so quiet about it and then the next thing you know <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man we got tons of stuff to talk about this week two of us saw the netflix christopher guest film mascots one of us so what do you see again?
0: Yoga Hosers.
2: Yoga Hosers. Holy Yoga shit. Yoga Hosers. Uh, we yes. will talk about those movies and the new album by Pixies in the mm-hmm. Punishment album section of mm-hmm. Film Roulette. Uh, we will roll for movies for next week and get into another episode of Orange You Glad It's the OC when we talk about season one of the OC episode yeah, yeah, by yeah. episode. Uh, if you'd like to email us any of your thoughts and comments about our show, email them to info at modernsuperior.com, rate and review us on iTunes, please. Go to ModernSuperior.com for all your podcasting needs, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at S-Y-N-W-P-C. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. How's it going? Oh, you know. It's hot again. It's like October, and now it's hot again. I read a thing that uh, 11 of the last
0: 12 months were the hottest ever of those months. Oh, my God. Guys.
1: Global warming, Uh, am I right? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I went outside
2: last week, it was cold. Yeah, yeah. Hot. (laughs) Yeah. Explain that to...
0: Hot-tober. Hot-tober.
2: Call it that. Hashtag. Oh, (laughs) man. Hot-tober. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's remember that. Use it. Don't be a uh, serious Jeff. Safe Jeff. Safe Jeff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost <laughs> at it.
0: Yeah. Safe Jeff stays inside during yeah. October. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Some housekeeping. Yeah. You know what his uh, favorite month is, Safe Jeff? November. Oh, what a safe Jeff. <laughs> Just year. say no November. November. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <That's what he laughs> says. Just say November to drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to what? drugs. Drugs timber. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite month. Yeah. <laughs> drugs timber. Um,. Quick housekeeping, we have a new show on the Podcast Network called Surface Noise Mm -hmm. that just went up on the website, uh, hosted by Richard Feliciano from... Mm An old, uh, an old Modern Superior show that longtime listeners might remember called Improv on Tape. Mm. One of our first shows yeah. back in the day, Yeah. Straight from L.A. They recorded their episodes at the Nerdist uh, recording studios. Yeah. So, pff, whatever. So, yeah, they got that going Modern for them. Superior. They had Jordan
1: Morris on mm-hmm. one of their episodes, yeah. and he is one of the yeah. best. Yeah,
2: so the new episodes of Surface Noise, the first half or side A of the show. Yeah. Wink. Wink. Is uh, about vinyl and music discussion, and then side B, the second half of the show, is uh, some character-based improv comedy. So who now knows who to stop by?
1: Do you have to actually flip the podcast
2: over to a well, good to question, Casey? <laughs>
1: That's what I'm here for. No, you
2: fucking idiot. <laughs>
0: Just kidding. You don't then.
2: No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah, still... What a ap- fucking idiot. It's two MP3s. What happens if I do, though? <laughs> It'll be in reverse, and you'll hear all the secrets. Oh, the devil. Ooh. <laughs> the devil's secrets. You're up. <laughs> you're up, you're up <laughs> Modern Superior. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one
1: of his secrets.
2: Yeah. So check that out, please. It's wonderful. And look for more of those episodes up there on ModernSuperior.com.
1: Look for them.
2: Yeah. So before we get to our uh, film roulette segments... <laughs> Uh, what should we get on about? New news? new news, new news, new news, and what we've been watching. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this week it's October. Yeah. Have you guys uh, been it's watching pronounced Hottober Dan? Hottober. I'm sorry, yeah. October yeah. Dan. Oh, I always forget. October Dan. October Dan. Have you guys been doing any Hottober themed viewing? Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Actually,
1: this week uh, I did a little bit of Hottober viewing, but. Uh, so you're a
2: little cool on hot over this week.
1: A little cool on the yeah. hot too, but, <laughs> yeah but yeah. Uh, I've been doing a shit ton of watching. It's just yeah. uh, I've been all over the map.
2: I what see. about you, Greg?
0: I'm I'm, I'm continuing with my uh, yeah. deep cuts, trying okay. to find. Out there, yeah. I want uh, to start
2: with some hot October themed. Yeah, yeah. So what enough, are you so talking about? I will about. go
0: with one. This isn't the deepest of cuts because people are aware of it. Oh wait,
2: hold on, hold on. Do, have we done news? Do we have news? Do Is have there news? news? I don't know. Rogue, oh, one. I don't trailer. Know
0: Rogue one. trailer. Yeah. I didn't watch it. It's dope. What? I didn't watch it. You should watch that because yeah. I don't want to. I'm it's not,
2: fucking dope. I'm generally not the kind of person that's like, uh, you know, spoilers. I'm not going to watch it or whatever. Yeah. I'm generally somebody who is always game for for trailers, but yeah. this is <laughs> you're a, usually uh, I'm uh, game for trailers. Please show me your trailers. Yeah, yeah. But because this is my first Star Trek as a oh, star, uh, star Wars Jesus. as a Star Wars Damn. fan, Damn. I'm out. <laughs> Click, drop. There's yeah. a gunshot. <laughs> um, because this is my first Star Wars film as a as a huge Star Wars fan. Now yeah. after loving yeah. Force Awakens, like yeah. I'm uh, I'm. I'm so excited for it. I don't need to be sold on it again. I get you. I get you. I'm just like and I no, want to see the a movie. lot of
0: times. I will stop watching the trailers and get away from them with certain things. Yes, yeah. I like, cannot help myself. Yeah. I guess I just
1: wanted to see as much of Darth Vader as, as I yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm just being a dumb child about yeah, it. But... I,
0: honestly, I'm just like down to get more of a sense of Ben Mendelssohn in this. Yeah, thing. I'm, yeah, I'm just so keen about him being evil in this yeah so he has a, he has a line finally
1: <laughs> yeah uh, in the trailer as does uh, mads mickelson yeah and it's confirmed that mads mickelson does well i guess it was confirmed at the uh, uh the spoilers they talk
3: yeah
0: uh
1: sorry. this is a talkie yeah, sorry yeah. yeah it's a talkie <laughs> it's um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Looks good. Yeah, it's yeah. a tr- fine. Trailer. I'm so excited. I
0: really like the tone of yeah. it. Yeah,
1: it, it doesn't feel like a, a, a Star Warsy Star Wars movie. No, not all. Like, no. It okay. feels like Star Wars and in a good. different movie. Yeah. But yeah, maybe this that's is... maybe
0: that's what we need. That I that, think these standalone movies need that. It yeah. makes me
1: a little uncomfortable, but I'll I'll get used to it. I'm
0: sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm, I'm very stoked for this yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I will. Now that, like, it's, the hype on the trailer has died down, maybe I'll circle back to that trailer. Yeah. I should probably watch
0: it. I like this trailer. But I'm very excited lot. for it
2: regardless. Yeah. 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 Did you guys... Here's a, here's a thing I want to talk about real quick. Yeah. Speaking of trailers. Yeah. Did you guys watch that new trailer for the uh, Assassin's Creed film? No. That dropped today? No. I care as
1: much about Assassin's Creed as I did about Warcraft.
2: Yeah. Ah. Here's the thing I'll say about that trailer. Yeah. It's getting a pretty good reception on the internet in terms of, like, birth movies, death posted, and they're saying, like, it looks really good. Yeah. And a bunch of other sites have kind of hopped on and said, like, this looks pretty cool. Um. The trailer looks like it is jumping through so many hoops to try to get people to give a fuck about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> like they have like a cool pop song on it,
0: and it's like oh, gee, and that's, uh, turn, that's turn off for me. Yeah, that's, it's uh, like that tone of movie yeah. and whatever. It's like the subject matter. A, what kind pop of music cool out of it. It's not like I'm, I'm a material
1: not like girl a catchy pop material
2: girl song, mean, but, yeah, but it's yeah, like your kiss is on my list. Yeah, <laughs> 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 your kiss, your kiss. <laughs> no yeah. it's like got kind of that like they're going for the epic like pseudo hip-hop kind of like pump you up sort uh-huh. of vibe um i got a feeling no
0: it just and
2: and they're really i feel like when you watch that trailer you can you can see like them trying to let people know like it'll be fun it's gonna be crazy and there's action and there's past and there's future and then also like oh yeah a bunch of stuff that takes place way in the past and don't worry about it you, it's not confusing you'll be cool yeah It you'll like it it'll look cool there's some stuff in the trailer that looks really fun and crazy but i just feel like i'm not sold on this shit yet <laughs> yeah yeah no, I, no. I don't think i ever yeah. will be I keep until forgetting it comes on coming, and, yeah i just don't care i hope yeah. that we all forget it's coming and then it comes out, and people like it, and then we can just watch it and be like, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm yeah. not yeah. actively hoping it's no, bad no, no, because no. I have zero but that's, like, best-case case scenario for Assassin's Creed is yeah. we forget it's pe- – people forget it's happening, yeah. and then it gets good reviews, and you're like, oh, okay, then I will check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: maybe it becomes a cool franchise or something. Yeah, maybe sure. it becomes the first good video game movie.
2: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Double Dragon. I'm sorry. Hey, all right. <laughs> um
1: we did you guys oh yeah i guess you guys saw that uh um oh shit what is it that new larry charles movie yes with, uh what's the name uh, of that it's uh w- war of uh war of one or one guy one One army of one army of
2: does that sound right mm, that no does? I don't know. i'll type uh, in larry i'll have one war please yeah <laughs> uh, extra bullets yeah <laughs> I'm typing in Larry Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie is called yeah, Army of One. Yes, you had it. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Give uh, me some money. Nicholas Cage is in that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 American yeah. Civili- yeah. Uh, civilian sets out to find his own on yeah. his own to find Osama bin
0: Laden. Yeah. This trailer. I Russell love this Band.
2: trailer. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Russell Brand. And I'm not a big, huge Russell Brand fan. But he looks fine here. Um, Listen, I've seen I, him be great. Yeah, uh, uh, he was fucking hilarious as shit in saving, saving yeah, in forgetting Sarah Marshall, yeah. saving the sa- forgotten sa- saving Sarah, Sarah Marshall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, I watched the trailer for Army of One, and my first thought was. What year is it?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah,
2: But you got Nicolas Cage playing
1: Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Uh, that looks pretty fucking I, This great. is
0: like Nick Cage in Comfort Zone. This is exactly the kind of where he is going to be good.
1: This is where, when you remember, oh, my God, Nick Cage does have a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Like, a, like a, of a human being. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, he he's a phenomenal great. performer. When he's got something good to work with and maybe a good direction, script, story, something... The guy can always turn it on. Yeah. He just yeah. makes endless movies for well, no to reason to support his tax problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot
1: that. You know what I love? I love the idea of seeing. Uh, I love seeing Wendy Mc- Wendy McClendon Covey's name. Yeah, uh, it, you know, in in the the yeah. top three stars, yeah. she's fucking great, and and uh, yeah, I I would like to see her given something that mm-hmm. uh, that really shows her off.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. like I want to see this, but I feel like it's it's going to be. I want to see it in a train wreck way.
1: Well, it's lyric. Try. Yeah, don't
2: f- I know but I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be fucking great. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I think that there's going to be
1: that certain amount of like it's gonna really feel like a late '90s comedy, or like it feels like, like the kind of a, they, a winking Bob yeah. Roberts, or like you know, like that. Kind I, of I like. feel
2: like it's gonna be more like what was that? Uh, the follow up that um, John Cusack did about to uh, oh, Gross uh, Point Blank about like the war,
0: yeah, War ink.
2: War Inc, or whatever. Where yeah. it's like, oh, all these people that are involved with it are really great, and this should be amazing, but it's just sort of like. Oh, you were going for something, yeah. 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 Almost, <laughs> yeah. That
0: movie's just almost there. Yeah, it's I feel shame. like that's what this might be. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like that
1: tone is going to be there, but I think that there's going to be enough. I like the energy. That's going so watchable. Here. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I, I feel, feel like it's going to be a lot
0: of fun. High enough to keep you going. <laughs> yeah, right? War Inc is just at a. It's yeah. too subdued. Yeah. You know. Uh, anyway. You know, up. you know what? You know what is going to be great in a train wreck kind of way is that what's it called? Life on the line. Oh god. Oh is yes, the tra- Travolta hanging on the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's you know what it looks hanging like, like. Hanging on the. T- somebody was like, "Hey, <laughs> what if we took uh, Armageddon and took out all the cool space stuff? Yeah, and made it about guys who work on power lines and stuff.
2: Yeah, <laughs> John Travolta <laughs> telephone Yeah, as in a like pseudo disaster thriller about <laughs> guys that work on the telephone <laughs> about lines, yeah.
0: telephone poles.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: you, you know what they do in the trailer. Uh, it's for power, their action right? scenes. It's not telephone.
2: Uh, huh? It's about power, though, isn't it? Because the the it's not telephone. Those lines. telephone poles they're working on. Yeah, well, the, well, it's like part of the of the third act of the trailer is like we got to get the power back on. Get up there on those poles because your your wife's giving birth
0: in yeah. the yeah. hospital. Well, the telephone yeah. poles are still there's power on. Yeah, them okay. as well. it's, it's they're Same not mutually thing. exclusive. No, but okay. in order to He's get as much, <laughs> just like you, yeah. Like, oh God! Mm. Oh, in order boy. to get
1: as much action out of uh, you know telephone poles as you can uh, <laughs> this trailer they show you a telephone pole almost falling on somebody and uh downed power line
0: yeah. what else are
1: they gonna do are they-
2: that over and over
0: yeah. well they're gonna jesus there's like there's a maniac out here knocking yeah. Over, yeah
2: they're gonna fill the rest of the movie with the romance subplot where travolta doesn't approve of the, the uh yeah, right the daughter's, daughter's
0: boyfriend. boyfriend, who's, just who's like a him. lineman, just like you. you. Yeah, a li-
1: I'm a lineman. It's my job. Yeah, I don't yeah. want your life.
0: I love you, Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I want to make sure this is what's this called, Is it called on uh, the line? On the line, life on the line. Because on the line was that Lance Bass movie. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, right it's right. called uh, Please Hold the Line. Ju- I'll look up John Travolta. Oh, this is called Pulp Fiction. It came out ninety four. <laughs> 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 Uh, life on the line. Life on the line. Yeah.
1: I get it. Life on the it, line. For I he, like that because uh, I don't know if you guys caught the subtle double meaning. Yeah, yeah. Because um,
2: he's living life on the line and he
0: works on the line. His
2: oh. life involves being
0: on the line <laughs> oh my God.
1: and his life is on the line. Guys, do I have to explain this more? Yeah.
0: Because yes. I will. Slower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Great. Yeah, line yeah. more. Um, Wonderful. It, wonderful yeah, looks crazy I, yeah this is a big <laughs> w- w- one of us will be seeing this movie oh absolutely
2: <laughs> and if anyone that hasn't seen the trailer yet just the picture the aesthetic of a movie that's all the crazy shit we've just talked about but the aesthetic is like might be a christian movie at the end of it yeah it, maybe, yeah,
1: <laughs> it, it really <laughs> feels like uh, a nicholas sparks slash christian yeah. movie
0: yeah oh and it features a nicholas uh, or a, a john travolta a southern accent yeah
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like the kind of movie that like a <laughs> subsidiary of a big company would pick up like, like Summit or something always puts out the Christian movies or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, this isn't, this is, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> fucking Travolta. Just allergic to credibility. Yeah. Keeps on getting turnarounds like where you go, fucking he's great. And then just shits the bed. Well, oh, right after wonderful. Life I mean, on the, the Line. yeah, like the big 90s come back, Pulp yeah. Fiction gets shorty, and then Michael. And Michael. And, uh, <laughs> Phenomenon.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He After Life on the Line, he's up next in Taiwan in the valley of violence though okay yeah, so. which i've, which I've been then. hearing
1: real mixed things about really yeah. and that worries well, me because west movie that's yeah all, all his movies get.
2: have mixed reviews yeah, yeah. yeah but, but his last
1: movie was the sacrament and that movie was okay did not grab me
0: boring. yeah not Philly. very good yeah boring yeah um <laughs> but yeah travolta so good and uh, yeah uh the oj totally so
1: weird <laughs> if he's playing that same if he's yeah. playing robert shapiro in like as a
2: linesman <laughs> amazing <laughs> like then with I'm all game, the makeup yeah. and everything i am <laughs> so weird. in yeah. anyway <laughs> um all right what else is there anything else off the top of our heads for news or news? do we get to hot tober hot tober uh, i yeah. think yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. you have a list of of deeper cuts that you've yeah, been meaning to, not to get watch, to. just
0: the same fucking movies I watch every hot over Yeah, yeah. and uh, this is gonna catch on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, digging deeper into things. Uh, so, all right, I got I got a couple things with that. Okay. One thing I'll start with is a uh, Dan Gorman jam. Okay, um, that I saw in the '90s, did not care for. Yeah, decided to go back to because of your. Uh, Wait, are you in this? Did you make yeah, this yeah, film? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, a Dan yeah. Gorman joint. I, I, <laughs> hated, I hated Dan Gorman in the nineties. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Crooklyn. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> a
1: lot of people think that's Spike Lee joint. Um, I
0: Gorman. went with the uh, third incarnation of the Body Snatchers films. Yeah, uh, Body Snatchers. Yes.
1: Oh shit! Don't tell me I've the got Able that downloaded. Ferreira. Yeah. Well, don't, yeah. Tell <laughs> don't tell you what. Don't tell you what. I don't know. I don't know oh, what. Shit, I don't don't tell, tell me from this. <laughs> Don't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't
0: tell you what, Casey? (laughs) I don't
3: know.
1: Don't tell me. (laughs) Uh, And I've seen all the other ones. (laughs) There's nothing you can tell me about it.
0: I've seen all of them. Have you seen the
1: Nicole Kidman one? Invasion.
0: Oh, thank you. Boy, is that horrible. Yeah, no thanks. Um, The scariest thing in that movie was... uh, um, the theater I was in There was a drunk guy Who screamed When someone else Got hit by a car <laughs> So in, if you uh, could,
1: in the theater I would the th- scream too yeah.
0: What's that car doing in there <laughs> So if you can find that guy yeah. To watch it with watch you You'll have a good, Scary moment Yeah um, Yeah I defended this movie A year or two ago Yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the original Yeah uh, it's a It's a It really holds up well and uh, Casey was split a, on the my flick. fans
1: will know i'm uh, yeah, yeah, on,
2: on the, the original, 70s version on the or the 70s yeah. right. i'm talking
0: about the 50s yeah yeah that's a uh, fantastic movie Totally. really totally. holds up i think it's got a great pace yeah um, it's one of
2: the one of the ones you can go back to and it it works it's yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and I'm a huge fan of the 70s one I like it it's I really like it too space. I like to change up how You know now we're going to Big yeah. City We're getting to like a larger scope I mean, uh, you. Fantastic fuck this Casey delivery guy. Hey yeah, yeah, listen yeah.
1: Everybody loves that movie Except yeah. for me Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a yeah. real Heathers Except for I can see how Invasion of the Body Snatchers Could be a good movie
0: yeah. Whereas Heathers <laughs> Is a piece of shit Continue <laughs> I'll never understand <laughs> uh, So yeah And I saw this Body Snatchers You know what I didn't even know that If I saw the whole thing When yeah. I watched it in the 90s Because I was put off On the look of it um yeah it has a real there's a lot of movies from this time period that have a real shoddy episode yeah. of the X Files vibe to yeah. Yeah. it. Like, this isn't a movie, this looks cheap and shitty, I can't yeah. get into it. But Dan Gorman, I trust your uh, mm-hmm. opinions in film, so I was like, let's give this another go. Yeah. Dan and I watched it. Um yeah, uh yeah, did not care for it okay. in the nineties. Now I like it. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the best one. No. It's an interesting it's, it's, sliver into this. Yeah. It's a, I, I like that it's not a remake. Yeah, none of, uh, just What's good about this world of film is none of them are remakes. They're like, let's take this scenario because yeah. it's interesting and put it in, in a new, this environment. Yeah. So this happens all on a military base. Um, and yeah, some performance it's uneven. good. Some horrible. It, the, who, who do we have in here? Uh, no, uh, you get force Whitaker Tilly. sort of. Meg Tilly, kind of. Which is your big actors don't really have a lot to do in this movie. Yeah, which is a oh. bummer because Meg Tilly is fucking awesome in this. She's movie. so good in it, so so good. And and my I've had easily has the best scene of the whole movie. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Oh boy, well, so good.
2: She I've seen I've seen her in a, in a few like kind of weirdy kind of horror movies. Yeah. She was in a movie called Impulse, and she was also in uh, Psycho Two. Yeah. And I found that like I like her a lot sometimes. Yeah, and she but she always has this kind of like aloof sort of off thing about her. Yeah, but sure. then like in this movie. That totally works. Yeah, <laughs> like it's time. like perfect. Yeah, that was scene. Yeah, yeah. But I found that the op- I try I watched some of this recently to revisit it, um, yeah. and I find that it's like rocky at the beginning. Like they try and go for it's a jump scare a really and it doesn't star. really work. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But I I do like I I like this movie and I do think visually this movie has been underserved by its presentation in the past cuz it's a really like widescreen really cool looking movie and in the past it's been
0: like cropped up and looked like an X-Files episode. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it looks like. At its worst it always seems like um a pretty okay episode of something. Mm-hmm. You know, like if a uh, you know the Outer Limits did a Body Snatchers episode. It kind of yeah. feels like that when it's not working. And then when it's really clicking it's got such a great kind of almost noiry vibe yeah. like it's really uh, got some good energy. and um, yeah. uh, What's his name there? Terry... uh Terry. Terry Kill ya. Terry, uh, Terry, uh, Terry. Loading it up. It's coming up. Um, Toby. Toby. Toby Wan. <clears throat> Terry Kinney. Terry Kinney. Uh, oh, Terry big fan Kinney. of that guy. He's a great actor. He's so good on Oz. Yeah. Arlie Emery is in Terry this Terry
1: Kinney was uh, on Oz? Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's the... He's the guy who comes up with the whole idea for Emerald City, like the the, the progressive prison program. Right. So he's in virtually every episode. He's sort of the, he's not the warden, but he's the yeah. overseer of that section of the prison. And it's a fantastic performance. And he has such a great journey as a character on Oz. So, so good. Um, and yeah, he's pretty good in this. I feel like he's kind of given a whole lot to do yeah. except be like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Don't <laughs> see any of this coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's a little, it, it lacks a big punch yeah. moment, but it's got a couple of really solid moves. There's and a few things that happen in this movie that are really good. It's almost entirely worthwhile for Meg Tilly yeah. in that one fucking scene. It's, that's were. so good. Yeah. The wear scene. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Dynamite performance. Yeah. That's really a, a great actor uh, taking Totally. a pretty not well written thing. Not, not that it's poorly written. No, no. There's really not much to it yeah. and really making it effective and memorable and that's yeah. why it comes around at the end definitely uh, yeah so worth checking out 78 will always be my favorite I think for part of it's nostalgia part yeah. of it's for it's I, I love that kind of era of horror films yeah and the Sutherland performance is really good and the last scene is just fucking so dynamite yeah you know <laughs> so dynamite <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But, uh, this movie doesn't uh, deserve the poo-pooing. I've yeah. given it in the it's, past, I so. think people will like it if they check yeah, it yeah. out. I'm curious for Casey's
2: thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see that when yeah. you watch yeah. it. Watch maybe, it. Maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have it downloaded. I don't yeah. want to tell you, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, don't tell me.
2: <laughs> I I want to jump in and really quickly. Speaking of, you know, we've had some discussions about. Going, you know, Casey not liking the one that everyone likes in the in, yeah. in the body snatchers uh, territory. And speaking against going against the grain, yes. I want to talk about something really quick. Okay, because um, I really want to talk about a movie that I watched for the first time. Uh-huh. This is not what you might be, think I I might be bringing up, but uh, I want to get You're out being there. So cryptic. I want to get out there in front of this movie because I. Watched a movie called *Sorority House Massacre* this week, Uh which is a movie that has a very iconic VHS
0: cover. It's like a woman in front of the blinds
2: and a guy with a knife
0: outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: and and we've we've all seen *Slumber Party Massacre*. Of course,
0: that's the one I definitely associate with the same thing. And 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 I yeah, I feel like everywhere I look reviews for
2: sorority house massacre are like it's really boring like it's not gory like just yeah. don't don't bother yada yeah. yada yada and i watched this movie thinking yeah, i see those reviews are everywhere you look yeah too. everywhere <laughs> everywhere i saw a billboard for it the other day <laughs> but like if you go on letterboxd if you go on imdb to the critics yeah. section it's all This movie sucks. Yeah. And I watched it on a whim with uh, Bruce and some friends. Yeah. This movie's great. Yeah. This movie's fucking great. Okay. It is so good. And it's written written and directed by Carol Frank. This is the only movie she's done. And it's kind of in that period of, like, they gave Slumber Party Massacre to a woman. And they kind of, like, had these sort of subversive takes on the slasher. Um, This movie gets a lot of shit because it's very dream heavy. And there's a lot of horror movies where it's, like, pad this fucker out let's have a dream yeah sure this movie moves between dreams and reality Uh in a really nice way this movie is very entertaining and the killer in this movie is one of those killers in slasher movies where they're not Beating around the bush with this killer. It's not like, oh, is he there? Is he not there? Oh, yeah, like, is he spooky or whatever? Hiding yeah. there behind a tree. He's a guy that breaks out of a mental institution. The first thing he does is he runs to a sporting goods store, punches his fist through a glass case, grabs a knife, and then buries it in the stomach of the guy working there. Mm. Like, oh, and and it's like, holy shit! Like, it really hits you in this kind of like weird way. And I think people shitting on this movie saying is boring I think there's a lot to it and there's a lot of stuff in the dreams uh, that they discuss in the movie they start like analyzing her dreams and they start talking about like all these dreams she's been having about the killer that's coming right. and they start like addressing it as if they were an, like an analyzing a horror movie. Right. And this is, like, 86. for So for a movie to, like, be directly addressing, like, oh, well, like, I know kind of about dreams, and, like, that's, like, a phallic symbol, and this is, like, all this stuff going on, it's a little on the nose, but for a movie to be doing that in 86, it's, like, really fun. Yeah. Um, I think this movie is getting the short uh, short stick. It's really... More entertaining and more. I think there's more to this movie than gives is, is giving credit. Right. So okay. I had a well, good time uh, watching this. Interesting. Movie.
3: I will check that. There's out. There's a though. nice
2: little style to it, like the editing. Yeah. Like you watch these movies and it's just like put the camera on a tripod, point it at the person. Right. Like they're doing like cuts and they're like where like they're matching action and like cross cutting and stuff. And you're like, oh yeah, movie making. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody <laughs> went to film Yeah, school, you're like, right. you're like, yeah film yeah <laughs> and it's so refreshing yeah it's fun it's i think people should check this out it's crazy that she didn't move on to anything else after this um so i if you're in the mood for a slasher that isn't heavy on the gore like this is one of those movies that people always say oh it's boring and nobody dies till the end of the movie and it's like yeah it's not this isn't jason this isn't right. they're not tr- popping eyeballs out in this movie that's not the point yeah it's a fun movie i think people should rediscover it and that's my rant on Okay, Sorority oh, House Massacre. Don't get it confused. Fun. Because there's a million massacre movies. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. Casey. What? On to you. Okay. What have you been watching?
1: Uh, just a real quick follow-up. Um, I've been trying to watch all those kind of, you know, everything in the kind of Bloom House uh, uh, mm-hmm. arena. Um, i just been watching those because they're just fun in my yes. Yeah. So I watched Insidious, you'll remember, last week. Yeah. And I uh, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Excuse me, for what it was. So yep. we watched Insidious 2. Okay. Oh. Uh, a lot less fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, no, y- you shouldn't have done this. It was fine. There was, there was a couple of fine things. Yeah. The, the weirdest thing about it is that uh, they have flashbacks to Lin Shay's character. Yeah. And uh, when she's younger and she's played by this real pretty woman who looks a lot like Lin Shay would look wh- when she was younger. But they have Lynn Shay doing her voice.
2: No, oh, that's weird.
1: So it's this pretty young blonde girl with the old lady's voice. <laughs> it's really distracting. Um, yeah, they
0: did that in uh, uh, Space Cowboys. Oh, like, nice. Oh, the whole opening scene is flashbacky, and they have the old guys doing the young guy's <laughs> voice. I'm like, they sound like old people. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah,
2: that that never works. No, no. Even if you put like a. Post processing on it or something like I'm gonna know something's up. Yeah, and, and they went to the trouble of getting actors who really look like Tommy yeah, Lee Jones let and them cl- voices change. like
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I get it, who they're supposed to be. Unless these guys talk like, Oh, hello, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cowboy oh. from space. Oh, yeah. why do we? Why <laughs> did the craft
2: services bring in a helium machine? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do we go to the yeah. mental institution to cast this thing? <laughs> um uh. but uh but yeah, so whatever. It was fine. Whatever. 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 <laughs> Fuck you guys. Whatever. <laughs> um Then we watched uh after that we watched uh, Sinister.
2: Okay. Oh. Which is if we recall oh. last week we we I think we brought that up yeah, yeah. briefly. I've
0: I've brought it up on the show before. Yeah. So yeah. I had a strong distaste for that. Though. I think
2: we said last week like When I saw that movie, I thought, oh, the aesthetic and the thing this movie is going for is really creepy and really cool. And then again, by the end of the movie, I was like, oh, well, you lost me on this one again. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 totally. this
1: This is a movie... That's a lot of fun and no good at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's no good at Whoa. all. If you stop, because like it, it's a lot of really creepy imagery. Yeah. And a lot of really fun scares. The stuff with And at the... one point there's something that happens where you go, Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about,
0: and holy
1: fuck. <laughs> that's fucking great. Yeah. And this movie is peppered so heavily <laughs> with <laughs> those yeah. moments yeah. and really uneasy feelings that you don't notice until the end, you go. At the end you go, Oh, that was a lot of fun. Then you go, Wait, what was that about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's another the story is so dumb. It's another in really, really, a long
2: really and spoilers, if you're listening and you haven't seen Sinister, skip ahead a minute. Uh-huh. Uh go. Anyway, it's another in a long line of movies where it's doing something really interesting, and maybe this is a personal thing, because I do know some people enjoy this movie more than me, maybe even you. Yeah. But I found that the use of children, again, as, like, the scary element... Yeah, like, yeah. it's really hard to do scary children. You have to have the right performer, yeah, the right man. script, the right... Like, it has to be shot right. And right. I just felt like this movie turned into, like, spooky kids run amuck in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and absolutely, but yeah. all this movie is... It's not scary anymore. All
1: this movie is, is, is like... Uh, check out this cool, you know, death scene. Like, check yeah. out this cool, uh, you know, snuff film and kind of. That yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, works. See that? Yeah, and that stuff works. And then and fucking let's fucking whip some children in there. Yeah. What the fuck, who gives a fuck? Uh, but everything that's her, and and I I liked it on the basis of that. I yeah. thought those spooky children were awfully spooky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like the ending. I like the way that the the ending just kind of goes. Fuck it! I'm a end my movie like this. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. But then you kind of go. But when you really look at it, the, the evil, scary killer guy is really nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Absolutely. Don't Google or whatever. Yeah. His name, uh, what's his
2: name? <laughs> what's his name? It's got a weird Dr. name. Google? You're right. Well, th- they do Google it at some point, do they? are like, oh, Bagool or whatever. Oh, right. no. yeah. Oh, is that close? It's something it's like B-Google. that.
3: His name is
1: Gabagool.
2: Yeah, it is something like that, isn't it? It is. I, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. Bagool. Hey,
1: I'm Gabagool. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. children. Also, uh, whether or not... My like, apologies to I'm gonna, our Italian listeners. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I'm sure I will say, like, well, that's just not even a scary name. Name for something, and yeah. I'm sure somewhere in history, that is the name of something that is a scary thing. Oh, absolutely! But I'm it just sure does Some kind yeah.
1: of history. Yeah, it doesn't but play. It's but it's so dumb, and then you kind of go like, "Okay, again, spoiler still on." <laughs> like you realize that the big twist is that they're like. Guess what? It wasn't Gabagool. It wasn't the children doing <laughs> yeah. it. Hey! Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I, you I go, like...
1: oh, yeah, no, I assumed that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I assumed it was the children. And then they go, uh, uh, hey, and, and guess what? It follows you from house to house. Ah!
2: Yeah. What? what?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I like to think that the person that heard my spoiler alert and then skipped exactly thirty seconds ahead landed on, and then it turns out it was the kids, <laughs> <laughs> or they just missed mine and, and got, got you.
1: Mine. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, either way, spoilers all around. Yeah. for this, yeah. it's very, it's worth. A, movie. Like, if
2: you haven't seen it, like, there's enough scenes in it. There's enough like it, it starts you're right, out and you're really like, dumb. ooh, this is going to be blah, 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 yeah, blah. sure, sure.
1: Um, and and yeah, like there's a couple of real like jump scares that are so so nicely yeah. directed and so yeah. nicely done. Yeah. Um, and and zero good performances. Yeah. Oh, except for James Ransone. he's uh, he's actually pretty good. Um, but the what that wife, I don't know what she thinks she's doing, but uh, but yeah, I'd say check it out if you want. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Uh, K okay, Uh, Greg. Yeah. yeah what? What? Uh, you got that long list. What else have you? Yeah, been Yeah. 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 Well, out? I
0: tried another. Like, never seen it before. Let's see yeah. what the fuck is going on. Uh, I watched a movie called Tourist Trap. Oh, I've seen that. You have seen *Tourist Trap*? I have. That's where the one where the guy uh, uses his telekinetic powers to kill people's mannequins. Yes. Yeah. This movie Sorry? to yeah. kill
1: people's mannequins. Yeah, or with
0: mannequins.
2: Oh,
1: kill people with mannequins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't just go to. Yeah, yeah. Mannequin, mm, that... my brain. Ugh, now
2: you're dead. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, mannequin. The oh, yeah. opening yeah. of this movie,
1: just in mm. case you're Kim Kattral, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is an
2: opening. Yeah. <laughs> the uh... there's like a scene where somebody gets like stuck in a room. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tourist wrap, mm. yeah,
0: how would you explain it other than the the mannequin thing? Uh, well, it's a bunch of, uh, you know, sexy teens or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they wind up at, like, a, a defunct um, roadside attraction yeah. uh, that this guy has no one comes to anymore because they built a highway. No one yeah. comes through here no more. Is- and this and is from uh, 1979. Yeah, so just and before. And so then the boom. they're there, and of course they all start getting killed off one by one. Yeah, and it's a crazy guy using his telekinetic powers again to use mannequins most of the time to kill people. Some of the times, yeah. or other times he uses objects, and throws them. Yeah. in His brain. Also, though, what's uh, what ups it a little bit is he dresses up in a crazy costume. Yeah. As we're getting into the oh, masked fine. man thing. Right? Yeah. And what makes and the costume I found super
2: unsettling. This movie has some soundtrack and and costume. And, yeah. and other moments that are extremely unsettling. Really, For some reason, that opening scene where the, all these things start moving on their own yeah. and start flying at this person is that's generally not a scary thing when no, somebody's like gets that attacked scene by is things. Fucking that great, scene though. fucking un-
0: yeah. un- unnerved me the first time yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And this isn't really a spoiler thing, but it's just like, <laughs> I, just, I have to, uh, and I feel like Casey will understand more than anyone. I, there's not a lot of people seeing this movie, but this, the the costume the The mask that's worn and the whole get up with it when he's when the killer is dressed up in his yeah. killing garb, it looks like uh, you know how uh, Michael Myers mask is an inside out uh, uh, William a, Shatner. William Shatner mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, this looks like what if somebody made a horrible mask out of what John Lithgow looks like in a world according to Garp uh, post transition. Oh. <laughs> That it's is really, unsettling. Yeah, yeah. But it, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about when you see this movie. And yeah. you should. The only knock against this movie is that it sets up great tension and has a lot of imagery that's really freaky, but it net doesn't have any home runs. Yeah. Because this is a PG movie, which is really weird. Oh, yeah. weird. So the it violence is. never really gets it. There's like no gore in this. Yeah. Which is a bummer. If this movie went into gore land and had some fun practical <laughs> horror. Of, yeah. Uh, gore land. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, uh, practical horror effects of that time period that most of the slashers did have mm-hmm. like some really if it had a touch of that this would be a fucking straight up all time classic because there's, it's, a, yeah, there's it's, so much fun shit in here and good yeah. ideas and creepy shit and it almost gets there it doesn't quite this is kind of yeah. an, a, you're about 80% yeah. of the way I remember you it can't kind of pull the cord because no one's willing to get the blood totally. out totally but re- yeah. it's really worth seeing it's really worth seeing definitely
2: I remember yeah. it kind of like devolving into like running around at the there's end you're of kind of that. like yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. but yeah the the stuff that works in this but movie. The, yeah, the first that the soundtrack first, thing. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. Yeah, 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 And the breathing stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really good. And yeah, it, it, this was a um a Charlie band yes. production. Yes. And the director went on to do a lot of like puppet master yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's he's
1: done a lot of stuff. Yeah. He did a he did a, he has a story by credit at least. On a movie called Ghost Town, yeah, which I always saw in the
2: yeah, it had that skeleton, yeah, it was Western a skeleton. thing, oh, and I was
1: like, yeah. that skeleton yeah. cowboy,
2: yeah, that movie is apparently boring as shit. I've
0: heard that. That's yeah. why I've never seen it. Me too. And I Really disappointed. There's me. no uh, skeleton wearing uh, chaps, chaps. Yeah, uh, in uh, that movie. Yeah. Well,
1: to, to be fair, a skeleton is. <laughs> by nature, Aslis. Yeah. So Aslis shops totally yeah. track. Yeah. But also, wait, can you scroll up a bit? There was another thing that uh, he was in. Oh, he wrote Little Monsters.
2: Yeah. Oh, with Fred Savage. No, he wrote a 2012 film called Little Monsters. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, he did. He he did, did. A, if it's not a remake. He did write and direct a movie called Crawl Space with Klaus Kinski, which is a
0: very interesting, I've crazy heard, movie. I've heard about this movie quite a bit. Yeah, I've never, it's never, never taken the time to watch it. Yeah, you should. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just saw in the bottom corner of that screen there that Don Cheadle Captain Planet thing. Oh, yeah. It's the mm-hmm. top shelf. <laughs> <Pretty great>. um, <laughs> what else? Casey? What? What have you been
2: watching? We I think you, it's you, Dan. Dan? Uh, well, I don't really have too much else to say. Oh, oh actually, okay. So I, we will circle back on this. I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this up or not. I mm-hmm. did watch Phantasm. Yeah. Oh, yes, back I saw to your Phantasm. review. Yeah, yeah. That movie's
0: fine. Yeah, it's it not is. not great.
2: I think it's great. I, I don't.
0: I would say it's pretty great. Yeah. Eh. I think now <laughs> that you see the fine in it. That you've come off of your uh, dumb horse. <laughs> <laughs> your stupid horse. I It's not quite a high horse. Yeah. No, it's, no, like it's a, not a high horse. horse. It's a it's dumb, dumb, horse. dumb horse. Yeah, Listen,
2: <laughs> Fant- Phantasm has some very wonderful moments mm-hmm. and iconic I think you will watch minutes. it again sometime Sorry, now. guys, just one
1: second.
3: Yeah.
2: Hashtag dumb horse. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get that going. Let's October. get that trending. October dumb horse. <laughs> October <laughs> dumb horse. <Yeah>. Listen, <laughs> that that movie is fine, yeah. and I think uh, there's a lot of people out there... I don't know I just
0: I don't get I think it's a slow burn Like an album You don't quite get right away And you're gonna watch it again In a couple years And be like Man you know This movie's fucking awesome
1: And it's got that real fun Like right out the Right out the gate Don Coscarelli Like I'm setting up A weird world (laughs) Yeah yeah. Why is this happening
2: (laughs) Yeah (laughs) That's a sweet joke Yeah it's like Uh, It's like you know (laughs) When you really clumsily Set up a thing Where anything could happen And therefore You don't have to describe Why anything is happening So the viewer can just Make it up No 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 uh, you're, well, gonna, okay. you're gonna start seeing
0: things in it. You're yeah,
2: good. it's fine. Listen, it's it's more entertaining than I remember. Yeah, but I remember. Dan, it, I
1: think you got down off your dumb horse and watched this movie <laughs> on a stupid pony. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's fine. Uh, it's totally fine. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think that Coscarelli got lucky with some things I've seen a lot of other Cosgrovely movies I really like John Dies at the end that feels to me like a movie of a guy that's really energized and this has like a charming sort of like we're making a movie with our friends and there's a lot of like fun little moments and stuff but like as a whole this movie it just does not work as a whole for me for me on a dumb horse (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and All to right. be to be fair, that horse was eating popcorn really loudly, and I was very <laughs> distracted
1: <laughs> and kept asking, "Who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Why is she here? <laughs> Did the tall guy turn into a lady so he could fuck those jeans?" Yeah. <laughs> Which is a fair question, <laughs> dumb horse, because, yes, that is what happened.
2: Um, <laughs> anyway, phantasm. I want to hear other people's thoughts. Uh, email info yeah, at yeah, for sure com. Yeah, absolutely. The only person I have on my side is Matt Brown, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Casey? Uh-huh. So what have you been watching then, Al? What uh, else have you been watching?
1: Well, a couple things. Uh, j- just like I'll slide this in here real quick. Um, we recently just got a uh, digital antenna. Okay. Because we don't have cable at home. We yeah. just have... Uh, uh, so we just we got a digital. I was like, yeah, we'll get a couple of channels, kind of thing. Yeah. This way, I'll be able to watch Saturday Night Live. Yeah, uh, yeah, first yeah. One, I get one is,
0: of them digital antennas myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, it's changed my life. Yeah. Right? yeah, guys, I love it. Like I, I, I haven't had cable in years. Yeah, yeah. so I haven't had like. Um, I haven't had to search for what's on TV. And I haven't had uh, commercials and stuff like that. And I've forgotten. Like, it makes my house feel so much more like a home now. Yeah. Because my TV was always on when I was a kid uh and and i fucking grew up in a house with tv was like the central point of the house yeah and i just realized like my house feels so much more like a and home you feel
2: now like, and that's dumb oh but, thursday night that thing's on so i'll make a note in my mind like i'll be home yeah, at that time yeah. like whatever. i get yeah, yeah. i
1: get to participate in appointment viewing again and and that's <laughs> that's a lot of fun yeah um but anyway so my wife and i went out on a, a date night uh to the to the moving picture shows oh. so, yes uh and we were real limited in what we could see and it turned out that for our the, our best timing and everything uh, yeah. the movie sully okay was the movie where we could oh, see oh tom hanks. hanks yeah tom hanks yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. directed by uh, clint eastwood and all his wonderful uh, political viewpoints um, so yeah i wanted to not like it because i don't like clint eastwood right now and i didn't like his last six movies basically uh-huh. um, so we watched it and uh, i got to say guys it's just great yeah. oh good it's it's great. Yeah. Uh, now, there's things about it, like, the script is really stupid. Yeah. And there's a lot, like, you know, at one point, Sully goes into a bar and, Hey, we're guys in the bar in New York over here, so we're <laughs> going to talk like this. Uh, um, and, like, there, there's a lot of things in it where you're like, uh, this is stupidly... Um, I don't I I I don't want to say stupidly american because that's not what I mean. I just mean like really uh blatant. Uh but those things are so forgivable because Tom Hanks is so good. Yeah. And, and it's a really fun movie to watch. Like for something that is not that much fun s- subject matter wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh because you know, it's it shows you a lot about what happened that day for those who don't know. It's about uh uh a pilot who his plane got hit with a bunch of birds both uh, engines went out yeah. and he had to land on the hudson um true story yeah true story everyone survived all 155 people on the plane um and and then it's all about the hearings, like the the insurance company. Uh, you know, w- are they going to take his pilot's license away mm-hmm. because the insurance companies, with all of their uh, computer um, simulations, think that he could have made it to back to uh, LaGuardia, right, um, or Teterboro in uh, in mm-hmm. uh, New Jersey? But anyway, yeah, I highly suggest it. It's it's a really really great watch. It's not a perfect movie by any means. It's just a really great watch.
0: Yeah. Sweet, yeah, yeah. Fucking, that's good news because yeah. I saw the trailers and I was like, "What? Well, it didn't look great, right?" Yeah, and uh, I would really, really like a good uh, Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. You know? Like, and and I mean, this thing lives and dies by his his and Aaron Eckhart's performance, which yeah. are fucking great. Yeah. Um, I, like Clint Eastwood makes shabby movies now. Like even you know American Sniper, which is not a good movie. It's also a pretty shabby
0: movie like Definitely. It's, it's pretty
1: shoddily made. And this movie falls under that category too. It's just very
0: charming. Okay. So yeah, yeah why not? Good good good. Cool. cool. Super cool.
2: Yeah. Sully. Sully. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Was there more
0: Greg on your list? Uh well, yeah, I got stuff. I got things. Let's go not, for well, it. I mean, I got internet. How how, how deep are we? We're 45 men. 45 I got got something I can tell you about that. (laughs) All right. A little switch gears out of the uh, Hot Sober movies. (laughs) Um, I watched uh, Hardcore Henry. Oh. Oh. The first person
2: uh, movie. Yeah. Played a lot of uh, fests like After Dark and Beyond or Fantastic or or, one of those genre things.
0: On the back of that uh, short. Yeah. um, Can't think of the name. Bad Motherfucker. It was something like that. It has a different name. Had a name, something along the Nice. Anyway, um, and the short is thrilling as hell. Yeah,
2: or maybe it's, it was just Henry, I don't know, or no, Hardcore. No, no. With, I don't know. Mm. I know that the movie was called Hardcore, and then they added the Henry.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: great. Because <laughs> movies with names do really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> John
0: uh, Carter. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, I was curious about it. I kind of was like, I, I didn't really have the yeah. greatest of ex- expectations, just based on. Oh, I wanted to see it. I just knew I couldn't. Well, yeah, this is <laughs> and, I, and uh, at home, maybe you might get through this, but this is going to be an intense, yeah, uh, go for you, yeah, because it's uh, <laughs> it's really shaky, yeah, like super. Yeah, I'm not even gonna bother. Yeah. Um, even if it's amazing, I don't feel like I can yeah, probably yeah. do Biting it. Biting elbows. That was the name. of it. Uh, okay. Uh, the short. So yeah, the, so the, the it, this is a gimmick movie. The whole thing is the entire movie is first-person perspective. Uh, you were looking through the eyes of the main character, Henry. Um, what to say about this movie? <laughs> isn't uh, Char... Charlton uh, Copley yeah. is in this movie. Um, and Tim Roth is in this movie too, isn't he? Yes, he, he is. Uh, it is... Okay, the negatives are... It's, you're watching a video game. Yeah. Very much so, watching someone else play a video game, waiting for your turn, which never comes. Yeah. And it's (laughs) even set up like that, like, where there are People love that now.
1: People watch people play video games all the time. Yeah, yeah, They love
0: it. I don't know. Anyway, I never cared for it. Uh, (laughs) It's set up, like, almost scene by scene like a video game, like, where Henry is getting messages on a phone that comes up on the screen, like, you've got to go here and do this. These are your tasks. You know, and he has to accomplish (laughs) them. Um, And it does become really boring after a while Just watching this one perspective yeah. So it, it is kind of like ugh, Exhausting having this thing be its thing Yeah. So the positive is Charlton Copley is fucking fantastic In this movie Really really good nice. He is given a huge world of like Do whatever the fuck you want Isn't it like a bunch of different characters or yes. something? Okay. Uh, really? I don't really want to get into what yeah. that's about okay. Just kind of let it happen for you And what I also will get to with this movie is I got so bored of the always seeing it from this character's perspective, but the fucking crescendo of insanity that the <laughs> climax of this movie is brought me back. Yeah, and I was like, you know what, Touche, you got me. Yeah, and I, I saw this movie a few weeks ago. I uh, saw so I was in Greece, and I've I, it keeps popping into my head. A couple scenes from like boy that was terrific boy that was a good idea but ultimately what I keep thinking is the idea of this movie like what's going on Like, plot wise the background of things I'm like yeah, that's a fucking bummer that you wasted a lot of really good ideas on kind of a gimmick movie Yeah, if this movie had jumped into this sort of first person thing now and again or used it for really yeah. strong effect here and there this would be really something fantastic there's something so fun and out of control and a little bit 80's madness and a little yeah. bit uh, a little bit bit crank and a little bit of a bunch yeah, of other I things I'm like, like man, thing. this is almost something so fucking bonkers and uh, out of control. Like, this is sort of the creative, uh, there's no rules, no one's yeah. going to tell me how to make this movie because they don't know what I'm doing or don't care. But, unfortunately, it is trapped in being a gimmick. Yeah. So it robs it of its real worth Bummer. it's probably a pretty terrific video game and yeah. not a great movie <laughs> if this is a video game you'd be like make this into a movie what a cool idea because yeah. there's super super <laughs> super cool shit in here unfortunately it's not a great movie, but it's worth watching if you're interested. And there's some super-duper violence in it. And there's... Ah, so I can't really endorse it because yeah. I know that it's just a gimmick that doesn't always work. But the climax is so strong, and Charlotte Copley is so entertaining in it, Yeah, it's worth a spin. feel Borman, like I could skip around to the greatest hits of the movie. You might yeah. be able to do that, but I think you should take a look at it like on a computer yeah. or something like that, on a smaller screen. And I see wonder if, if that'll that fit
1: this, uh, this movie
0: for,
1: uh, for VR at all it seems like it would uh, fit nicely I, yeah, into that. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. Mm. But yeah, it's... Ah, Should have made a different movie, but... Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> but the idea is so good, even if it's like... I've said this about a couple things here and there, but if this guy said, wait, 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 wait. What if I did it like this? Yeah. Like, just make it again. Just make it a movie a, with those it, scenes that were with dumb, a better fun, movie around it. It's a big, crazy idea that I really have time for. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just, you know... Yeah, there's a world of madness in there that doesn't get touched yeah. quite right. I
2: feel like the whole idea of attaching your movie to the literal POV of a character, yeah. I don't know if that will would ever work ever. No. I just feel like, that, that, like you can 100% hinge a whole movie around a character's point of view, like not literally, but in yeah. a movie and see that arc or whatever, but in a movie where you just literally see something from a character's eyes the whole time. Yeah you really got to be doing something interesting to make that because I'm going to want to see what's that person doing or I'm going to want to see what's that person thinking, you know, in this other scene. Like, that's the whole point of storytelling. It's it's that
1: whole whole thing that makes a movie interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So.
2: (sighs) (laughs) Like. You could maybe do it if you weren't just trying to be a video game. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you'd have to, there'd have to be something there
0: with the meat, <sighs> meat on the the bone of that. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, listen, it's not very long, yeah. so you know, give it a spin. Tell me what you think. If, has anyone seen it? I don't know. Am I am I crazy? I think it's a good <laughs> idea. It's not quite there, but just it's do not, it again. It's not shit either. Do it again, but better. It's not just it's not just gimmick <laughs> shit because there is yeah. a, a real creative hurt to this okay. thing.
2: Yeah, I'll something. check it out eventually. There's something there, I'm and yeah, watch the end it at home. is pretty. Uh,
0: Crazy. Wow! wow was like mm-hmm. wow wow i don't know how you pulled that up it's pretty impressive <laughs> yeah yeah it feels more like a calling card movie than like a. I love this movie movie yeah yeah absolutely but so, i don't know if i was still like 20 and smoking weed all the time i'd probably like, have seen it three times by now you yeah know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah sweet
2: yeah yeah hardcore henry yeah um interesting anything else casey any other uh, uh like super quickly i watched an episode
1: of that uh Alec Baldwin-hosted match game?
2: Yeah,
0: because it was on TV. I saw some of that on... Because I have an antenna. Uh,
1: Oh, really? Oh, I watched it on (laughs) Crave. Okay. On Crave. Yeah. Uh, Why? (laughs) (laughs) I I had the same question. My question about that is why? Why, yeah. The whole thing about watching it... Now, I I love that they've stuck to the real 70s aesthetic. Yeah. The music, everything. The long, skinny mic. Yeah, yeah. People Um, might be drunk. Yeah. Yeah, but see that's the problem is that I don't think that they are. No. The whole charm of those shows uh, back in the seventies were oh they it's, were fu- it's fun yeah, it's yeah. fun to watch Paul Lind get drunk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not fun to watch uh, uh, any of these people get drunk. I don't think they are. No uh, JB's move just sit down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is it's not like Hollywood Squares where a show like that gave the celebrities a chance to have funny answers and stuff like that. Yeah. Match game makes you give an answer that you think that a regular person off the street would say. Yeah. So you're very limited to if if you're trying kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you make your little jokes. But you know who doesn't have jokes? Deborah Messing. She doesn't have jokes. Mm. So yeah. Wow, what a what a what a point uh, yeah. no
0: shadow stevens. Yeah, what yeah. are you, what are
1: you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Without Shatter <laughs> Demons. what do you have? You have got nothing.
2: <laughs> I want. I. I. I was rooting for it because I want that that mm. kind of game show to come back. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would really like it. I just uh, that this was a big uh, big swing and a miss. Mm.
2: Mm, dang it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you could have uh, entertaining celebrities on a game show kind of thing of a dumb game. Yeah. Too. Just uh, that fucking Chris Gethard episode with yeah. Uh, uh with the dumpster. Yeah. It was one yeah, of totally. the most entertaining things I've ever seen <laughs> in any format of television. Yeah, it's and, not a game and- the Chris Gethard show is not a game show. No, but they made it a game. But they had but like they sort of a
1: weird and even if you had a show like Gethard where you had a, it was a game show, but it was just a different weird game every episode Yeah, something yeah,
2: like yeah, yeah. yeah, the Chris Gethard show, despite not being a game show. Uh, works in the way that those old one old game shows worked because there's the unpredictable like feel constant. That's yeah. the whole point. That's yeah. what makes those show old shows so watchable. Even when I go back, like I watch a lot of just old Prices Right episodes on YouTube. There's sure. millions of them. Yeah, and every once every like once a week or something, I'll put one on that I have just like because it's fun mm-hmm. and like even that there's like an imp- um, like what are they going to do when they jump up on stage? Yeah, how yeah, is yeah. Bob Barker going to react? Like yeah, there's always yeah. fun weird ad libs or whatever for sure. I mean. That's the whole point. That's what makes the Chris Gethard Show work is like there's all these people in a room you have no idea what's going to happen. So great. Yeah. Definitely. Bring more unpredictability back to... Please. Because even Saturday Night Live like that's a live thing there's supposed to kind of be a feeling of unpredictability but like but it, there but never is because <laughs> Lord Michael won't let you do anything hates
1: unpredictability yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for, for the whole media like for the yeah. everything about that show <laughs> he
2: does he hate unpredictability <laughs> because of how crazy it was early on um, because I, I feel like you go back and watch some of those, like there's some unpredictable fucking energy in those early seasons. Like, oh yeah, I think, well, <laughs> like everyone's on yeah, drugs, everyone yeah, like yeah. they were all partying. Like I think
1: he comes from a, a background of that type of energy and of that type of uh, um, like stage work and stuff. Yeah, so he was probably used to it when it started. But as it went on, yeah. he started, because he's a fucking brilliant man, yeah. he started to go, okay, I see what the formula is. Yeah. And he had countless people fucking with him. Stupid yeah. Don Olemire, who sucks. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, he, he saw what the formula is. He goes, yeah. I know what the formula is. I know what the formula is. And the and the formula is in my head. Yeah. So it has to go my way for everything to work as perfectly as I see it happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it needs to be, like, he needs to be a tyrant. Yeah. And and then, I respect the shit yeah. out of Lauren Mike. Over the mm. years, I'm he is sure. He's
2: one of my favorite human beings. Like the unpredictability of of the show bleeding over into like, now musical acts are like tearing up photos uh, or like tra- yeah, fear yeah. is trashing the set and stuff. It's like, yeah. hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this, is, this is getting me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. see that. But uh, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. Game shows. Game yeah. shows. Anything else? Before um, film roulette, because we're nah. an hour in. Nah, no. Nah. All right. Nah. Well, it
1: looks. I've been watching a lot of Nathan for you, and that show is the great fun show. Of the shit.
2: Uh, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, uh, watch Nathan for you.
1: It's so oh,
2: fucking uh, great. Well, sorry. Yeah, I got something. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I
0: uh, oh <laughs> uh, I watched thirteenth. Uh,
2: Oh, oh shit yeah.
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about that at length last yeah. week. Um, I it's, absolutely it's needed a, to watch it because of the conversation. It's just a fun romp. Yeah. yeah. A really good time. If you want to feel good feel about feel the world you live all. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if you want to just sit there and go, hey, white people aren't so bad. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, what an intense uh, piece of work. Yeah. Right? And it is absolutely essential viewing. Uh, I don't know what you're doing time what yeah. you're watching right we now, watch, but take the time 13th. and watch this thing uh it's horrific it's deeply Saddening, uh, yeah, and it really puts things in perspective with what's going on with the American election right now. Oh, scarily in perspective. Yeah, there's yeah. a clip
2: going around from it that they've, I guess, isolated yeah, and nails put on Facebook. It, it nails just it. Just like, yeah, holy shit.
0: Yeah, and there were. I mean, there were a lot of things that I found weird about watching the last uh, debate between Trump and yeah. uh, Clinton, where like he was pulling up all these things of like uh, uh, talking about you know it's going to be like the Reagan years and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that crippled the country though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are all terrible things. But there's like this sort of lost in the uh, you know the, there is a big confusion in america right now there, there's a thing that he's uncovered yeah with the, with the all the just i'll say anything to get whatever troop behind me yeah uh, did, and- did
1: you guys see that uh that clip of uh of obama like standing in front of the white house going yeah you can't act like that and
0: expect to be president yeah, yeah. it's uh <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's amazing, amazing.
1: <laughs> because he's sitting there going like what is he doing? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's insane what he's doing. I yeah. mean, and it's, it's working because what he's done though is with all this random I'll say whatever the fuck yeah. is he did uh kind of pull back the blanket on the ever-present uh, racism in America, yeah. which had been very quiet and now is very out there. And you got to watch this documentary because the thing is if Trump even if Trump doesn't win, all these people still exist. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> and not they, like like that, yeah. that's yeah. going to go away in and America. And also, you know, that's like a big scary thing going yeah. on out there. Even even
1: presidents who aren't overtly racist people, uh, uh, you know, like like at, at large still had horrifying systemic racism yes, yeah. happen in yeah. their time the who's in front doesn't matter no. systemic racism is like you know that documentary too big to fail that's what systemic racism is because it's so profitable yeah, yeah. uh it, it's it's not going away anytime soon because it's just making way too many white people rich. Yeah, yeah
0: it's crazy. But, but it's a it's a beautifully put together documentary. And probably some black people, but um, it's a, a, a really stunning piece of work, and definitely one of the best things I've seen all year, without question. It's it's in my, yeah. it's
1: definitely my top three. Yeah. Definitely, it um, might be my favorite movie it, of, of the year. It's for, one for of the, the most area. alarming
0: and arresting documentaries I've seen in a yeah. very very long time. Yeah. and it's just it's not just like wow, what a documentary. So yeah. you really have to if you don't take a step back and kind of think about what you're even doing with your time in your yeah. life, uh, there, there's, yeah, it's essentially you have to watch this. Yeah. And it's start, on Netflix. And start you, thinking. Yeah.
2: yeah. You definitely just go watch it. Make Please. it the next thing you watch. Yeah, yeah, immediately. Immediately. Totally. And then make the next thing you listen to uh-huh. film roulette.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, over that is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good this week. Uh, we watched the new Christopher Guest film on Netflix, Mascots, and the loser who. Rolls a low number. I have a name. On the die. The (laughs) Loser. You
0: will be addressed as The Loser.
2: (laughs) The Loser has to go Mm -hmm. see something terrible this week. We picked uh, the new Kevin Smith movie. So we will roll for movies next week. And the fun thing about the game is The Loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to uh, until next week. So I lost last time, and I gave these guys an album by The Pixies, uh, the new one. So we will talk about that album, talk about those movies, roll. That's how we play Film Roulette. Yes. Um, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. Casey and I, we watched Mascots. This is the new film from Christopher Guest. Uh, it, this is a Netflix original starring Parker Posey, Chris O'Dowd, uh, tons of other people, everybody they, that you would yeah. expect. Uh, yeah. Everybody. Don Lake, Zach Ed Woods, Jr. Ed Jr. Uh, Jane
1: Lynch. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Coolidge. Yep. Fred Willard,
2: of course, and Christopher Guest. Yeah. Um so ha, kind of pretty anticipated. Um this is his first uh return this is a return to mockumentary uh, because the last movie that was actually a mockumentary was A Mighty Wind because uh I, I had kind of almost forgotten that For Your Consideration is not there's no like interviews in that movie. It was kind of like a sort of like a, a skirt away from that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I still thought that movie was very funny. What? For Your Consideration yeah. had yeah. a lot of, yeah.
1: had a lot of great stuff in a
2: it. A lot of good laughs. Um, but it was progressively
1: worse than A Mighty Wind, which is yes. progressively worse than Best in Show.
2: I love A Mighty Wind. Um, it's great. Mighty it's, Wind might be even be up there.
1: Look, uh, Christopher Guest's Best or Worst is still pretty fucking great uh-huh. until Mascots.
2: Oh, man. You, you, you let the cat out of the bag a little here. <laughs> so <laughs> before we get to the, the reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, him going to netflix seemed like such an exciting thing yeah and and i actually
1: him going to hbo seemed like such yeah. an exciting thing
2: yeah my my journey with mascots was weird because for a brief time because i'm an idiot <laughs> I, I thought this was like gonna be like a five episode thing or, or something like sure. a like it was gonna be maybe like two or three hours but it would be s- somewhat episodic right. and then when i realized you like
1: might have been uh back up on your dumb on horse. my dumb
2: horse Led me down that <laughs> mountain <laughs> <laughs> um, led me that river, um, and then I was kind of disappointed when I found out like, okay, that's a movie, but like I wasn't like s- super bummed, but I was kind of like, oh, I feel like that would have been cool to see him do a mock you like I, you can do that mock you man
1: stretch these storylines yeah.
2: out, and then I watched the movie. And as you just mentioned, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was really not, and and I felt like I was coming down on this thing in the middle, even, like, I feel like when I was done watching this movie, I was, like, convincing myself a little, like, no, it was okay, uh, down the middle, but, like, the more I watched this, like, a day or two after we recorded last week, and the further I get away from it, the more I'm like, what a shockingly poor... It's awful like miscalculation missed opportunity it's Mm. it's not funny like i laughed i chuckled like a couple times a couple times if that um there's a couple
1: standout things that happen in this movie but they're not jokes yeah they're um because basically the whole pretense is that it's all of these mascots yeah. from from kind of low level sports teams uh, converging on this uh, competition, yeah. this uh, mascotting competition, where they crown the uh, you know the the, the winner mas- kind of thing, yeah. the best mascot. Um, so very much like Best in Show yeah. or or now uh,
2: I, I, Mighty Wind. I do want to say same. that conceit for this movie reads on paper. Well, really I think it would not. if he had
1: a fucking stuck to it, but he didn't.
2: Yeah, it's so
1: lazy. It starts out with some talking heads just to introduce the people, and then it just turns into a full on movie, like where the camera's places that a camera, a mockumentary camera
2: wouldn't be. Really, like it, they, it. He like holds it in in a to a thin thread. Like he keep like they do cut back to it's it. So but lazy. I know what you mean. It is lazy. And my problem with the whole conceit of this movie is. Whatever you want to say about the other Christopher Guest movies, as heightened as they are, they work because we realize the people in them feel like people. Like, A Mighty Wind is a pretty goofy thing. Obviously, there are live televised events, but that event is so over-the-top crazy cartoony, you would never confuse it for being, like, a real thing. but the tropes of those songs and all this stuff, like all that feels real. This just feels like well, the a char- photocopy. It feels like... The characters s- in those movies
1: had... Had... Something like in them? Like character... <laughs> the character...
3: <rates>? Characteristics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The characters in this, in this movie are... There's nothing. There's nothing. Chris O'Dowd, what was he supposed to be? Chris
2: O'Dowd is uh, arguably maybe like one of the better parts of the movie and then also he's given it, it but feel, he's awful it feels like he's make making this movie like waiting around on set to do another movie yeah because they like and never cut saving back to him.
1: all of his jokes for that other movie
2: yeah because <laughs> you keep wanting him to be funny
1: because yeah. like he he's, is so funny he's not funny in this at all people are aggressively not funny fred willard seems to be the only person who's trying to to do something funny yeah and and you know he's still doing fred willardy stuff and you're like all right well that's that's fine but it's there's nothing to this movie there's no overarching plot or anything it's just it's just a bunch of scenes there's of no people stakes. doing improv and just doing awful improv
2: it's like it's more like a like one of the movies that would have come in the wake of Christopher Guest being really popular than a Christopher Guest movie. It's like somebody who doesn't really understand why those movies work so well, being like, Hey, I'll make one too. Yeah. Um and Eugene yeah. Levy not being here and Ooh. not working on the script because he worked on the script of all those other ones, like Mighty Wynn and stuff. Right. His Absence yeah, maybe he is, He
1: actually injected story. He probably
2: injected heart. Inject like like but, a mighty wind is fucking sad at times. Yeah, and real sad. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. so is, uh, it's not so just is, jokes uh, sad. for your consideration. Yeah, um, and this movie never attempts to be anything other than like a kooky person will come up and say the kookiest thing that they can think up <laughs> and then leave. But uh, like it's full of things like
1: you know Ed Begley Jr. Uh, has a. Uh, you know uh, his character has a micro penis yeah. he he says this and he goes or as i like to say phallically challenged and i'm like that is a full on 80s joke yeah, it's yeah. like saying short people are vertically challenged or whatever oh. like it's a
0: <laughs> classic
1: <laughs> i'm sorry that is a great <laughs> joke really good um but like it's it's just so tired, and upsettingly so. Yeah. And I don't know, there's there's something that could be kind of spoilery, Dan, do you think... Uh, well, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Well,
0: I'm not going to watch this now. I do want to say that... <laughs> hold
1: on, scroll up a little bit for me.
2: I do want to say that... Scroll up for Dan. Um, no, scroll down, sorry. I want to say that No, Zach, scroll across. I want to say that Zach Woods and Sarah Baker, they open the movie as Mike and Mindy Murray. Yeah. They're like a, um, a married couple who are both mascots, and... Um, their stuff is so like I don't understand how their arc even got past like just the script stage it's like is wouldn't it be funny if Zach Woods doesn't want anything to do with the marriage and he won't kiss her and he won't do anything with her and he'll just be gross and she'll keep trying to like overplay that she's like trying to touch him and stuff and they'll get into arguments but the whole thing is like that's a fucking joke that we've seen a million times that like oh she goes to kiss him and he goes nope nope but they, don't, but they don't even do that correctly because
1: she's just kind of a jerk. Yeah. Uh, and he's also kind I, of a yeah. jerk. But not in that great way that, like, uh, Parker po- in Best in Show, Parker Posey, and I can never remember what the guy's name is, the guy who played her husband, where they both had the braces and everything. Yeah. Like, they, they were just jerks who couldn't relate to each other because they were scared of blah, 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 blah. But mm-hmm. th- this movie didn't have any of that. And no. Sarah Baker, I saw her in this and I was like, fucking awesome because every time i see her in something i'm like i fucking love her she's great yeah. um and yeah it, this made me go like oh maybe not maybe not um it's in it's on imdb so i am gonna just spoil this uh, even though it's not that much of a i know spoiler. what you mean now yeah yeah um it, it, this is this was the turning point where i was like Nothing good can come of this. Uh, when Christopher Guest shows up in this movie as Corky St. Clair,
2: yeah, oh,
1: yeah, and no. I was like, "Oh, you're trying that? No, don't do that." Because yeah. Corky St. Clair in today's, you know, in today's social climate, Corky St. Clair doesn't work anymore. Yeah, uh, as a closeted gay man who's pretending to be straight, kind of thing, but is so clearly overly effeminate. Yeah. yeah that just that doesn't it just feels of a time yeah you can let it go in Waiting for Government because Waiting for Government was of a time yeah you can watch it as such and yeah. every, and that's how you watch that yeah you watch this and you just kind of go like oh you did yeah. that
2: yeah I I was really like that's a shame I feel like I was really sort of telling myself that this was just like yeah it wasn't very good but whatever but the more like that we talk about it now even and the more that like a couple days after i watched i thought no like i didn't even really laugh like it's just sort and- of all groaners there's like a like all the it the way i tried to put it was every other christopher guest movie i have felt like I could watch again and see a new joke or watch again and yeah. laugh at something new. Yeah. Even if I saw it before, I'll, I'll, I'll laugh at the way they performed it. Yeah. And this is the first time I've watched a Christopher Guest movie where I was like, no, I saw everything and not much of it was funny. And there's nothing else for me to do. Like Even the like jokes in the background and stuff, there's so, nothing to grab onto. There's so like, don't forget, this is happening here today, this weekend and like, make sure you look for it and we'll address it and we'll make sure that the, the like background jokes are so obvious that no one's going to miss them. But even that, there's like one, one joke, joke and it's like
1: no, obviously you were going to make that yeah. joke and all you're doing is saying this is a thing that can yeah. be associated with, with mascots. mascots. It's uh, not
2: like in A Mighty Wind where um, Balab- Bob Balaban is constantly worried about the Google. little... <laughs>
0: What? It's not. About, it's Bagoogle. Oh, like yeah. That's the name you
2: looking for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bob Gabool. <laughs> Bob uh, Gabool. It's not like in A Mighty Wind where he's constantly worried about the little vines and stuff, and like we keep coming back to that joke, and it gets funnier and funnier because his character we understand why he's worried about those dangly things irrationally and it's funny and in this movie it's just like don't forget this thing could be happening
1: yeah yeah uh, exactly jokes
2: over here but uh.
1: but not jokes just this thing happening yeah it's uh, uh it, it's i can't imagine what anybody was thinking about well i like, think this is a
2: situation where you get into like the old style again and you just go with it and and i'm sure it's it's hard to be I mean, he's made a lot of improv humor movies, and that, and like most, almost all of them are really funny. And that's like, no one else has seemed to been able to do it. So I feel like he was bound to someday make a shitty one. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because he's made so many good ones. And put every movie that was like, yeah, we, we sketched out the scenes, and then the rest of it was improv. They fucking all suck. They all suck. There's except a- for Christopher Guest movies.
1: There's a scene with, uh, with, um,. Parker Posey and Susan Yeagley, uh, I yeah. think her name is, um, and I, I I really enjoy both of them yeah, as performers. I, 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 there's a scene with them with th- that is so dead in the water that I kept waiting for the improv coach to go, oh, okay, stop the mm-hmm. scene, stop, stop, stop. Here's what you're doing, yeah, right. uh-huh. because it's just it's so lifeless, and I'm like, that's what made the cut yeah. because it's not it has nothing to do with the pl- well. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 can't I don't plot, remember the last there's
2: time there's I one. saw an improv movie from Christopher G- well maybe not from Christopher Guest but there's a lot of scenes in this movie where you see and maybe it's just because we've seen a lot of these movies but like there's scenes where you see like Parker Posey give somebody else the joke like, yeah. she, they'll be talking, she'll be like, that was when your accident happened. And you're yeah. like, yeah, like, this is her saying, here's what we're going yeah, to do, here's the game. We're, we're going we're to gonna, gonna go this accident. way. But,
1: exactly. And, and it's funny when you say that because, of course, obviously, that's the scene I'm yeah. talking about. Um, I knew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, because it's so lifeless. And, and you see somebody try to go, okay, let's get some life into this. That's when you had your accident. And then Susan Eagle is like, that's when I had my
2: accident, yeah. and then
1: they she just describes they just an like, accident. Yeah, like there, there's
2: like it doesn't become funny. It just becomes oh, you, well, let's figure out what to do with this accident. We'll bounce the ball back and forth. Yeah, and we won't get get there. the
1: ball, but the ball is on the ground and has not moved. full of bees.
2: The bees. Ominous script problem. Bees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one thing I will say. Uh, again there there are two moments in this uh in this movie that were absolutely amazing to me, and those are because the the mascots have performances
2: yeah they' dance kind of thing. And stuff
1: there's yeah and there there's two performances that they show the entirety of uh, and one is so obvious like the guy's a plumber yeah he he does a little dance with a poop with a poop Yeah. Um, but it's
2: so great. But the way the poop the comes comedy, out and yeah. the way the poop is dancing is like this is gross but also hilarious. Very, <laughs> yeah, that and, was good. And and,
1: and really impressive. Yeah. Like the, the the physical comedy and the sort of uh uh the the dance work involved in yeah. it is is spectacular. So they have that, and it's like, all right, well, that was a lot of fun. Let's go back to the shitty, boring, nothing movie. Yeah. And then they have another one with this guy who's like a hedgehog or some shit, and he does this work with a ladder. Yeah. And his whole thing is so fucking sweet and wonderful and cute and beautifully choreographed that I was like, oh my God, let's just fucking get rid of the whole pretense about anything else and just watch some of these.
2: Well, it's a shame that uh, the whole, you know, the movie's fucking called mascots. The whole thing of the movie where they're going to all do their, their bits at the end of the sh- at the end is such an afterthought.
1: Such an afterthought. Just... It felt like they were annoyed that they had to get yeah. to that point.
2: And oh. that's the only stuff that you're like, oh, interesting. And that's just because it's a physical feat. And yeah. you're like looking for... Th- I'm really, really souring on this. I feel like we're... <laughs> oh, you should be. It's
1: a nothing effort. And it's, it's Very a real disappointment. Because Christopher Guest, to me, has always been...
2: Brilliant super funny
1: and and somebody that that I've looked up to and gone like this is somebody who shapes what comedy is Mm -hmm. not just like my interpretation of what comedy is but what comedy definitively is Uh and he does none of that in this like it just feels like Netflix wanted to give him a bunch of money because his name is Christopher Guest and he was like alright and I guess I'll fucking throw in Corky St. Clair because
0: god I can't believe he did that it's a
1: bummer
2: yeah bummer and
1: look it's such, a, such a clearly a bad idea such a bad idea <laughs> yeah. yeah but again i watched that a couple of episodes of that family tree movie yeah and i was like and and that felt very much like this yeah mm-hmm. i was like oh, i'm worried that this is gonna be but i was like it's mascots it's gonna be big and yeah. fun and like yeah. and there's gonna be a and lot the trailers of trailers
2: made it look like it would be pretty entertaining like yeah i was <sighs> i was really trying to force myself to, to like it more i feel Name. like yeah. So mascots, so, uh, no dice. Two, two thumbs down from us. Massive yeah. thumbs down. Um, speak- I
1: give it, I give it one star just for those two. Uh, yeah,
2: those two. I had it at two and a half stars when I reviewed it for Letterboxd, I, Like I right after that. watching and I it, I saw
1: your, I saw your review two and a half stars. And before I feel I like, like I went movie? really
2: nice. I feel like I was going like really easy on it because I was like, no. Christopher Guest.
1: I, I kept watching the movie, knowing that you gave it two and a half stars, yeah. waiting for the, to see those two and a half stars, and
2: <laughs> where are these stars? Yeah. <laughs> and after
1: it was over, I was like, I think Dan fucked up. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I was watching it and thinking like, because Emma was painting, and and like those mo- kind of movies are good in the background. Yeah. um When I said earlier that no sort of improvised uh, comedies work, I. I guess, uh, what we do in the shadows had slipped my mind, which has that kind of feel to it. But oh, yeah. isn't really. And that's a full-on which is fucking amazing, thing. which is a masterpiece. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she really liked that movie. And I thought, like, oh, this will be good to have on the background, and she'll, like, get the jokes, and she won't have to watch it. And, like, neither, like, I laughed a little, and then when it was over, she was like, that was bad. And I was like, yeah, no, it wasn't, like, the worst, but well, <laughs> I was trying to, like, convince myself. It's funny because I was watching it with Myos as well, and
1: Myos has been, you know, she's in, uh, uh she's extremely pregnant right now. Yeah. And so she's been she's very uncomfortable and so she was in, in uh that state. Yeah. And we were watching and watching and, and she was like she's usually really game. Like she understands the tone of everything, like kind of immediately, which is why she's a great person to watch movies with. But she was like and she's good at like giving a movie a chance, like yeah. right to the very end. But we're like twenty minutes in and she's like I don't get this. And I'm like,
2: no, that's not you. <laughs> that's There's the nothing to
1: get here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to grab onto.
2: Uh. Speaking of grabbing onto things. Yeah. Greg, you watched Yoga Hosers. Yep. The new Kevin Smith movie. I sure did. Was there anything to grab onto here? Because this <laughs> is, uh, Kevin Smith's PG 13, uh, movie for kids from the director of Clerks and Tusk. Two teenage yoga enthusiasts team up with a legendary manhunter to battle with an ancient evil presence that is threatening their major party plans. Written yeah. and directed by Kevin Smith. 23 on Metascore. Yeah. Uh, Metacritic. So, how do we get in this?
0: Oh, well, um, we've had a lot roles? of Kevin Smith discussions yeah. in the last little bit. I saw Tusk yeah out I' of a very like a lot of curiosity.
1: I keep wanting to just just out of that uh, same curiosity
0: yeah yeah and i uh, i I wouldn't really recommend Tusk to a lot of people, but I would very much like you to watch it yeah. <laughs> Um, that would be. I would like to talk to you specifically about that movie.
1: <laughs> I think I watch. I think I watched like five minutes at the beginning because yeah. it starts with Haley Joel Osment yeah. and Justin Long. I think. Yeah. Uh, having a podcast right. and they have a very forced chemistry. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't have time for
0: this. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what I did I took away from Tusk was I, I loved how it was shot, and I was like somewhere. Kevin Smith is starting to turn into a good filmmaker. I'm not right. saying he's structuring a story correctly or coming up with the best ideas, but it looks nice. He's framing some things really well, and there's some things I like that's going on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Yoga Hosers um, is sort of a well, shared universe yeah. with Tusk. It mentions things from Tusk.
2: Lily yeah. Rose Depp and Harley Quinn Smith are reprising
0: right their roles from Tusk, as is Johnny Depp uh, reprising oh, yeah. his uh really horrible name? uh french canadian inspector
2: um what's his name i don't know isn't it like jack uh Jacques something yeah so
0: it really doesn't matter
2: Jacques off oh guy lepoint yeah right yeah yeah
0: guy guy le Point. right
1: guy le Point.
0: um so yoga hosers yeah uh is i don't is <laughs> Um, it's an alarmingly bad movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was really, like, I, uh, mostly embarrassed. (laughs) Like, I felt uncomfortable while I was watching it. Really embarrassed for these two girls. Yeah. Uh, Uh, and not just for them. Uh, it starts unbelievably awkward with them... Doing like a kind of early Beastie Boys style rap. Oh no! Oh, like on the yeah. soundtrack or in in the no, movie? Them? I was probably on the soundtrack too because okay. it's definitely recorded. So it's them like performing it with a drummer
2: to the the camera. Yeah. So it's and like no, and to each other like okay. they're in a, like you're the,
0: like they're so, in rehearsal for the okay. rap band.
2: I was gonna say so like is this the title? Sc- I was gonna
0: yeah okay makes and sense it's all right really bad okay it's really really bad. Uh, and just like, I don't, I don't, and I don't understand its Point. purpose for existing. <laughs> uh, and then we get into the movie and there, there's many guest appearances from people in here. Uh, good old, uh, 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 the adorable Seth from the OC. Oh, geez. Oh no. And he's the drummer in their little hip hop outfit. Um... This is oh my
1: god! I just thought of him delivering Kevin Smith dialogue, and I just about had a fucking no. Thank you.
0: (laughs) He's barely in it, uh, and it's this is the least Kevin Smithy dialogue I can think of, and the
1: most Alan Smithy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really forced in, like because it's this. I i i i I, uh, he likes Canada. Yeah. Um, oh yeah,
1: he's liked Canada for a long time. Yeah. He
0: doesn't understand. He doesn't get any of it. And I'm like, it's the jokes that we're dealing with here. Now, I don't know. I don't really want to just sound like a, a a butthurt Canadian fan here or something like that because I'm an American and uh, I've mostly lived here. But listen, this is the lowest brow of Canadian. I like I love how this the South Park shit handles yeah. Canada. Yeah, that's because genuinely it's funny. hilarious. It's they understand so funny.
1: Canada, but also they kinda go, This is
2: probably what Canada's like. We <laughs> yeah, don't yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um every single character says a boot. Yeah, that's great. Over and over and over and over. But uh, not
1: in a satirical way, in a. This is just the dialogue way.
0: Like, yeah. Well no, he's clearly told everyone anytime you're gonna say about it's it's you're yeah, saying yeah, a boot right. and lean into it. Right. Like, it's going to be funny 37 times in a movie. <laughs> but it um, is funny
1: when they do that on South Park. Uh, hey, what are you talking, about? It? Uh, yeah, yeah, well,
0: because the whole thing is... The, so, everyone's trying their handle... There's no Canadians in this movie. Everyone's trying their handle at the Canadian accent, uh, and no one's really got it down. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty all over the place. Uh, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, no one really knows what it is. But yeah. those, I, I don't know if they haven't been here. Uh, n- n- what's her name? Uh... uh Natasha... Natasha Leon? Yeah. She does the best job okay. at the Canadian accent. Um, yeah, this movie is so fucking horrible. Uh, not <laughs> funny. Poorly thought out. The Like, it's just... It's just... If, if you like Canada, I don't understand why the jokes would just be a boot and mooses and yeah, mounties A-Zab. in the background. And, like, yeah, it's just like... Hey, oh, yeah, they really lean into the A stuff, too. And just, like... It's Listen, like, this is the oldest, like, it's yeah. it's the most base, oldest form of joke making about something. And when it's
2: funny, so, a something. about uh, yeah. something, when
0: it's funny, like,
2: it's always funny in small doses. So, yeah. Wheels Ontario on the Kroll Show, that's a very small, distilled, like, five minutes of them saying, Go buy yourself a bag of milk, eh? Yeah, Here's exactly. a Toonie, eh? But yeah. that's a specifically
1: and like, funny joke because yeah. we have currency. <laughs> call the loonies <laughs> yeah. that's the dumbest thing in the world yeah, yeah, yeah. and we put our milk in bags which by the way guys yeah. is a stupid idea yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah because you gotta buy the other thing then well, you yeah. have to have you the other thing you can't just have some milk but now that <laughs> you can buy be, the thing and just have it, it.
1: i haven't had milk i don't have milk in my house i'm not a milk guy no no um but, you know, but I'm having guy? a baby so, you have to have milk yeah, yeah. um those but so i have those bags in my life again and yeah I'm like, do you what is the fucking point you can point? just get a curtain A carrot? Uh, A carrot? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We need way more milk than that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, all the time. Here's a
2: weird uh, sidebar on bags of milk. Yeah. Uh, I have never had needed a lot of milk around the the house, but (laughs) Emma drinks a lot of tea. Yeah. So I, for the first time ever, and this is really weird, uh, but now it's like normal in my household, is we buy like a bag of three bags of milk, and then we put two of them in the freezer.
1: Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: And then yeah. I,
0: and then we thaw them out when we need them. I've seen that action. Yeah. I haven't had a bag of milk in my home in, I don't know, over yeah. a decade. Yeah. I'm usually a card guy. It's weird. And
1: those things, like, you, cut, I don't understand. Maybe I'm doing them wrong. Yeah. But you cut the little corner off. Yeah, yeah. A tiny little hole in the corner. And but then, then, you,
2: pour but then it. you pour it. But then the whole bag slumps over. No, and then so everything goes. Your what? problem
0: is you got to. You get in the wrong kind of picture.
2: Either in the wrong, wrong kind of picture or. Say what you will about <laughs> me or my children or my Not, wife I'll be damned if you're going to badmouth yeah. my milk
1: pitcher yeah well
2: you know, i find that it does that like resettling thing if the bag isn't isn't like Full, like you kind of, kind of pull the edges at the top so it's flat on the yeah. like you know. What you mean? gotta
0: like, when you put it in the pitcher thing, you gotta give stamp it stamp it, slam down yeah, so it gets in there totally. So the base is steady. Oh Maybe yeah, that's eh? the thing. I'm not slamming you my gotta milk. Gotta down my your milk. I slam your milk, to slam your milk, man. Jesus Christ, Casey. God, oh, it's your first milk <laughs> bag rodeo. Yeah. Get, I'm yeah, getting yeah. older
1: now. I'm yeah. tired. Yeah. Of, you know yeah. what? I don't though? have as much time to slam down the milk. American, know what I
2: mean? Yeah, American milk jugs. Those big old milk jugs. American milk jugs. I don't like those
0: either, though, because they're oh, unwieldy. Yeah, they're too huge. Oh, those are are the gonna, work. They're going yeah, to go go, go, go go always a miss, go. And if, yeah. when you're a little kid trying to use it to pour it cereal, it kind yeah. of hurts your hand. Yeah. yeah. And then you drop it. and It goes everywhere. And then you cry over spilt milk. Carton is the way to go, obviously. And listen, in Canada, we do have plenty of carton. Plenty of Carton milk. Yeah, yeah. And even your dumb are here, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the bags of milk... Are it's more like four economical. Bucks or five bucks, yeah. but
2: then like this, the same amount. This, by the amount.
1: way, I'm, I haven't seen Yoga Hosers. Yeah. I'm more sure entertaining. This is more
2: entertaining. <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: is <laughs> more Canadian. Is this, anyway, is
2: Yoga Hosers? From what I gathered, from like what they were talking about, it, they're really selling it as like, oh, they're going to go up against all these creatures. Is are they going for like a fun like gremlins? Either killing them, eventually
0: get to something like that. Okay, Okay. here's the thing: this can't possibly be for kids. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so nothing happens at all for almost an hour. Okay. Uh, You just follow follow these two not very interesting girls around while they do things that aren't very interesting or Or particularly (laughs) Canadian. Uh, And the dialogue sucks. The cameos are terrible. Everything about this is a bunch of dog shit. Uh, they sing a lot. There's a bunch of I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, um, so what the basis story is they're in their uh, convenience sure. store, and they're gonna. There's these little uh, little guys. Kevin Smith plays all of them, uh, called Br- Bratzies. Sh- they're little sausage Nazi guys, mm-hmm. uh, and the way they kill you is they jump up your ass. Hole, and they climb in you, and they do something weird. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they keep jumping into people's asses, and they're like, "They're in my ass," or something. And so because you don't want that. <sighs> Not since well.
1: There's a fun. Uh, there's a fun, playful homophobia.
2: In yeah, the movie, sure, too, sure. sure. Not fun. since Bad Milo has uh, yeah, yeah. a movie about
0: things um, going in your so, butt. yeah, that's, and yeah, and Johnny Depp shows up doing his stupid thing again, and it's just exhausting. This this movie was just exhausting. And then the end is so stupid. They turn it. Then there's this like hockey masked monster thing they fight at the end. Um, oh yeah, eh? yeah. A and it hockey just, reference, you yeah, say. yeah, I know. And uh, is it, is it's, it's like, supposed and to be like a Canadian Jason. Are, like yeah, listen. There's a lot of hockey talk in Canada. Yeah, That's, no question. <laughs> it's more uh, baseball right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but it, the, 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 American
0: just, pastime, my ass. It's just the, the <laughs> notes are all wrong. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know. It just. Uh, <laughs> they just don't, he just doesn't get it at all. Yeah. And it's it's so it comes off as kind of like a little, I don't know, a little like brash, arrogant, kind of mean. Well, you know see, way.
1: this is the thing with, with Kevin Smith when it comes, like, it's like being condescended to by somebody who's stupider than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very offensive. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, No. Yeah. No, you don't get to do that because <laughs> yeah. I'm smarter than you.
0: Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it's like thing, a yeah. The other thing that sucks about this is the things that I w- I liked about where his filmmaking was going with the look and stuff like that it is all gone. This movie looks like shit. Yeah, it's poorly acted. It's poorly yeah, directed. It's it's- it has no energy. And for like I and uh, even Tusk, I will give a lot of credit to just for having the audacity to exist. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this is just this fucking it's a stupid idea. And it's not carrying off well, and it's it should it shouldn't be done. Like this is this is where like this isn't this isn't an idea for a movie. Yeah. And if you're going to do something Canadian, like did it, there's a lot of fun you can have with our culture. There's some silly things that are going yeah. on here that yeah. could play really well. That's, why, well. that's why strange brew is great. Yeah. Because I was a kid in the states watching it, and I didn't understand that there was something Canadian about it. It was just funny because the the cultural way that yeah. they just were Canadian. Uh, is funny, yeah, because they, they lean on the right things. Because, well, it's made by Canadians, so it's right. gonna be, you know, yeah. basically right. But and,
1: even an, an American playing a Canadian again, to go back to Wheels Ontario, yeah, and, and not just Wheels Ontario, the characters from like John Daly playing, um, I can't remember what is what Gene, yeah. Gene Creamers <laughs> Gene Creamers uh. Uh, they have like a Canadian so so you think you can or not yeah. you know talent contest show kind of thing, and uh, everybody comes out with their little talent, which is so weird and yet somehow inherently Canadian. Yeah. But the way he responds to all of them, it feels like he could very easily be a character, um, from like any one of those you know barn shows that they have on the yeah. on the CBC <laughs> the barn dramas. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like. I, I, I'm like I don't know how much Canadiana you studied, but you clearly have your finger yeah. directly on the pulse of it. Yeah. Where again, Kevin Smith is just like Canada, a hockey Mounties done.
2: Yeah,
0: come on, Piece man. Of shit.
2: Yeah, and I mean I'm not surprised that that you're saying this movie looks like shit because it uh, everything that you're saying makes it sound like you just farted this thing out. Like yeah. Because he's been working on that fucking did he did he stop he stopped working on that hockey movie he was making for like a hundred years. I I
0: imagine he saw Goon and went, oh yeah, never mind. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Uh, maybe I'll fart out this other thing about dumb braties. Yeah, yeah. 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 He needs to stop fucking getting stoned on his podcast and coming up with dumb ideas for movies. Yeah, and like do something. And Scott Moser
1: needs to stop enabling him because he must know. (laughs) Scott yeah. Mosier has, like, a well, brain in his head. Yeah. He must know.
2: Kevin Smith has, like, very openly said, as of now, I or at least when he was making this movie, like, I'm not making movies for an audience. Yeah. Like, he literally just said a couple times, the, I'm making a movie for me. I, this is the movie I want to watch. I want to make this movie, and I'm going to do it. And, like, okay, you're the artist, but at the same time, like, you don't fucking make movies in a vacuum and this isn't a home movie this is a movie that you're putting out there you yeah, have to have some not, kind of thought process it, if into, you're not
1: making it for an audience then why are you showing it in it? front of an audience yeah mm.
2: like i get that whole like I, I understand where that thought and that like statement comes from like yes auteur theory you know we want our artists to do what they want to do and not be constrained or whatever But, like, you can't just say, like, I'm making this movie for me. Oh, also, in theaters now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. And I just, and the whole, and I don't, I don't. don't, uh, Or maybe you can. I don't know. I don't understand. Also, like, why it's the yoga aspect of it. Mm Because it's it's called Yoga Hosers, in case you forgot. And they like yoga. And there's a yoga teacher played by Justin Long, whose name is Yogi Bear. Yeah. Oh, funny. B-A-Y-E-R.
2: Oh, God. Is, they, who is he? Fucking. Uh, Did he just, like, see that somewhere or something? I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah, really, like, really is lame. Mike Myers? Is, yeah. yeah. He's like love guru era <laughs> yeah. Mike
0: yeah. <laughs> Myers. Yeah. It's really out of touch. It has no energy. It has no vibe or, you know, fucking moxie to it. There's really, I mean, there is just nothing here. Yeah. Other than, like, morbid curiosity. If you want to see someone just circling the drain. Yeah. Uh, take a look. And I, I, even out of morbid fascination, it's like watching, tree. it is a bit like watching a car accident. It's yeah. just a little like, holy shit, man. Yeah. And I feel bad for these two girls who are going to eventually be adults and go like, oh, God, this exists. Yeah, yeah but <laughs>
1: one of them is Kevin Smith's daughter. Yeah, and yes. one of them So, is, you know, yeah. you got to feel yeah. like, I, I saw her actually in a Kevin Smith, you know that um, Holidays anthology movie yes. where he yeah, had yeah, a little yeah, yeah. vignette? Yeah. Uh, she was in that, and I was like, Yeah, you seem firmly entrenched in this. Like, you seem like you got your father's sense of humor and you are on board.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they're definitely leaned into it like it's great. It's not. (laughs) It's a shame. Yeah, sounds like a shame. It's just a big dumb shame.
1: (laughs) Do you know what, uh, because he's making three of these, right? Tosca, then this, and then... A final one, is sure. A, yeah. Uh, yeah, the final one, uh, FYI, is called is a a, horror, a Canadian horror movie. Yeah, uh, called uh, Moose Jaws. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah it's he, like Jaws but with a moose. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the actual tagline. I is hope it it's really? good. Yeah. I hope it's good. God damn. It. Sure. I would love. Uh, no. I, I hope most things are good. No. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I hope. I hope. Good taste prevails, and this movie doesn't get made. He has said, by the way, that it is the best thing
2: he's ever written. Yeah, right. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> from the mind from I, the guy I, that
1: brought you I really want to
2: hear from the listeners. Do you think uh, what's going on with Kevin Smith? Do you think I was a little too harsh on the auteur, let him do whatever he wants to do? Or do you think, have you seen Yoga Hosers yet? And did you think that there was anything redeeming in it? <laughs> in Info yeah. at ModernSuperior.com. Yeah. Let us know what you think or or your experiences with uh, Kevin Smith. It's, a, it's one of those... Everybody had something, you know. We all had a journey <laughs> with his filmography. I feel like, and yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone's is different.
0: And I, I really, I, I, I uh, you know, I really held out for him, and yeah. I really want. I, I, uh, there's things about his filmography that I love dearly. There's an
2: underdog thing going on there. Yeah, absolutely. He was at the forefront oh, of the podcasting stuff. He was, you know, at I, the forefront. I used to
1: listen to his podcast all the yeah. time. Yeah. And I didn't stop listening to it because I started hating him or anything. But, like, I do genuinely like him.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I mm-hmm. love the Evening with things. Those, yeah. those were really entertaining.
1: Yeah. Uh, he.
0: I don't have to get off his whole
1: Twitter thing.
0: Because oh my God. When he's
1: just allowed to talk. Like sometimes it's like every once in a while there's like, "Whoa, rein it in, dude! You were talking way too much about your wife's butthole."
2: Yeah. Uh, well, there's like the tweet that everyone refers to. That's just like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you saying that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just it's a bummer.
2: Yeah. Maybe make a documentary about like a story that you know over. Like when he when he's talking about film history stories and the spider thing with the. Wild oh, Wild West and like all that yeah. stuffs like man so entertaining <laughs> like you obviously have a lot of stories and knowledge about stuff like make a movie about Batman or some shit like yeah. I don't know fucking just do something yeah. make a documentary again I
0: I think I said it a while back like I would like to see him tackle like a kind of weird outsider superhero movie yeah making I think he could probably do that. Yeah, give, give something he could give a fuck about. Yeah, and also be reined into a a, a, a pattern of world that yeah. has to exist. You know, yeah. I think he could. I think he could make like a weird like go make a Moon Knight. Yeah, you figure that out. <laughs> you know, make what? <laughs> uh, moon Knight. Yeah, it, it yeah. didn't make any sense <laughs> anymore. Sense. Somebody, the uh, time. Matt Brown knows that I'm talking. Yeah. About. Right. Um, Mark Spector, Moon Knight.
2: Speaking of. Uh, artists yeah. and speaking Speaking of of things i don't understand yeah artists that maybe are going on and on or have Mm. a beloved back catalog but aren't sure of where to go next i gave you guys an album by the pixies yeah um head carrier Mm -hmm. this is their latest 2016 Uh, this is their sixth studio album uh, and this has come after sort of like a resurgence in uh, not popularity, but they were uh, they were broken up for a long time. And then they got back together and played a lot of shows. And then they broke up
1: sort of at the height of their
2: power. Yeah. And then they kind of started playing reunion shows and building up uh, a lot of sort of like renewed interest. And then mm. eventually made some new music that wasn't received well. And then now they're kind of back again a year or a year and a half later with a new full-length album the last one was a collection of EPs. yeah and i heard maybe about a minute of this and i thought well i have no idea what to do with this and i want you guys to do it because yeah. i know your love for the pixies is deep yeah. even deeper than mine so i had to get the pros <laughs> to talk about <laughs> yeah. head carrier
0: Head carrier
2: casey you had a really uh you had a an article about their previous music about Bag, bam, bag, bag, boy, boy, bag, boy. Yeah, yeah. On our on the website, it sure did. So I know it was uh, scathing.
0: Yeah, because yeah. that shit's fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how do you guys want to get into head carrier? Um, when I saw it was coming out or whatever was out, I was just like, God, God damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I I very much regard. Uh, Pixies now is wow, yeah. oh, they're doing something else. Oh, They'll, no.
0: God, you're gonna fuck it up? Um, yeah. Because,
1: so, like, okay, Doolittle was the first Pixies album I heard. Right. Um, and it was the album, it was really the album that made me go oh, okay, this is what music is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is the purest interpretation of what I think music is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 from there it opened my eyes to a lot of different stuff. Yeah. But it it was very much the first thing where I was like now I get it. Now I get how I want to make music.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I the Pixies I there are very few bands that I have obsessed over like yeah. uh, like the Pixies. Yeah. And for such a long period of time. Yeah. yeah. And it was a thing where it got deeper and deeper. Yeah. Uh, the further I went and and even the Uh, uh,
1: when I first heard Bossa Nova I was like because at that point I had gotten headlong into uh, Surfer Rosa and um, and uh, uh, Come On Pilgrim as well as Doolittle and then uh, I heard Bossa Nova, and I was like, oh, this this is a bit of a misfire yeah, with some yeah. really cool shit on it. Yeah. And then, you know, when I ran out of other Pixie stuff to listen to, started getting super into Bossa oh, Nova. it's so great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Trump Lamont, too. Uh, you always got kind of a bad rap initially. Which is dumb because it's a fucking, fucking beautiful album. Great album. album. Super cool. Motorway Roswell
1: is, it's more a Frank Black, everybody says it's more a Frank Black album yeah, than yeah. Uh, than a Pixie's album. But Motorway to Roswell. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I forgot to tell you, I'm two years old. Yeah. uh Motorway to Waswell uh, is is one of the finest songs. Yeah, ever yeah. Heard.
0: There's a ton of the fuck, uh, man. Bird Dreaming of the Olympus Modes. Is oh, the, it's yeah, fucking the fuck beautiful. Sad yeah. Anyway, I love every song in that album. There's not, there isn't a song on the any on uh, Come on Pilgrim, uh, Surfer Rosa, Doolittle, uh, Bossa Nova, and Trombone. There's not one song that I don't like.
1: No. <laughs> There's not a song that I skip off no, of any of them. No. Any of them.
2: Yeah, I'm not at that point. Yeah, just, I didn't get that deep. But I, I do yeah. really like Tony's all of those theme, albums. Which yeah. Is
1: one of my is my least favorite. Oh man, I really it's like Tony's theme. <laughs> it's my least favorite on that album. I love It's called Tony's theme. I love that song. It's great. It's my least favorite on that album, but I yeah. never
0: skip it. No, yeah. cuz it's fucking awesome. Yeah. There yeah.
2: are songs. Yeah, I know there are songs on some of those albums that some of the later albums that I don't like as much, but I I definitely agree that they're not like
0: yeah, there are albums you have to get used to, yeah. and then you, get, no, you I, come I, around. I think I love every single one of them, okay. um, and then like and Frank Black's two first two solo records oh. should be more listened to. The, the self-titled, and then uh, Teenager, of the, Teenager year. of the Year. I was really shocked that Teenager of the Year wasn't a bigger album. Like, with Headache as the lead single, just, I. It's, what a fucking Wh- Which phenomenal. is a fucking
1: brilliant song and a great yeah. uh, lead-off single, and not nearly the best song on that album.
0: No, no. And not I, nearly
1: I, the most uh, uh, saleable song, either, because, like, something like Vanishing Spies or, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if Thalasocracy is that... Uh, Saleable, uh, I feel like uh, that's
0: my go-to if I was going to play somebody a song from that album. Yeah. Yeah. that's so good. So good.
1: Uh, but anyway, so yeah, then yeah. Uh, cut to years of his stuff with the Catholics and stuff, being spotty but listenable. Always something great. Some stuff great. Yeah.
2: Um, it was a real drop-off. I mean, obviously some people didn't really like, uh, love all the Catholic stuff, but to go from what he was doing on his solo stuff to the new... Uh, Indy Cindy, yeah, like that stuff. And is the, just And the thing not is, too is he
0: readopted. I talked about this last week a little bit, but he readopted the name Black Francis and put yeah. out an, a pretty good record called Bluefinger, yeah, and then a pretty fucking good EP called Seven Fingers. There was a little bit of like non separatic happening there, it wasn't great either, but the energy came back. And yeah, I, I mean, if you listen to a song like Threshold Apprehension off of Bluefinger, and you 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 would you just can't imagine that if he was going to try and write another Pixie song with. David Lovering playing drums, yeah, uh, you know, Joey Santiago playing guitar and Kim Deal being there, that it could possible, you know, no Kim Deal, but Yeah. you like how could it possibly suck cuz the energy and the push forward yeah. and you can still feel that guy in there and then to have the drop off of quality be so extreme. Yeah. for Indie Cindy and all that material. <laughs> it seems it's, intentional. Yeah, right? It, it like it doesn't make any fucking sense how bad it
1: is. It makes a certain amount of sense in that you can you can hear an artist going like I don't know if we're gonna be if we're gonna still be a band. I want us to progress. I've learned a bunch of different things. I've listened to a lot more country music. I've uh, spent a lot of time in Arizona or something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you know, like, so I I I want us to grow as a band. I don't want to just be a tribute act. Yeah. But uh, if ever there was a band who should just be a tribute act,
2: yeah. Indie Cindy felt like to me an empty attempt to recreate what they used to sound like. Now I'm really excited. To hear what you guys have to say about this, because when I the the minute or two I heard of this album, it did not sound entirely le- as much like that as their last album, right. Indie Cindy. Right? It sounded more like, oh, we'll just be okay doing some mid-tempo, sort of medium, sort of okay. Or like it just it just sounded more like we're not gonna push the sound of our old stuff as much. Is that how would how would you guys describe the new one?
0: Uh, not, uh, it's, yeah, it's not the shit show that Indie Cindy is. Okay. Um, There are some almost there ideas on some songs, (laughs) but this is a pretty boring record that just isn't as shit as the other shit is. But if it's a Pixies album, it's a fucking... It's a waste of time. There's, like, one song. I don't mind Plaster of Paris is all right. The
1: interesting thing about this album... Oh, I'm sorry. I totally just...
0: No, no. I mean, I don't really know what to say. It's, like, it's not very good. It's, again, (laughs) not very good. There's not... There's no, they're not, uh, nothing goes for, for, I
1: don't know. You know how how Indie Cindy, it feels like a really embarrassing misfire. You're like, oh God, what are are you doing? I can tell what I think they're doing on this album, which is, I feel like they had a meeting where, like, look, dudes, we got to get back to basic. We got to get back to sounding like the Pixies, um, but we can't ignore. It kind of feels like the Star Wars universe, okay? Because
3: <laughs> and go,
1: go with me here on this. <laughs> um, they have to incorporate the prequels. They can't not. Yeah, everybody yeah. hates the prequels. Smart people do. Is there anything on here that um,
2: is like we are going for that, like? gigantic thing we're going for that like oh my goodness where is my mind thing Uh,
1: yeah there's a song that just blatantly rips off where is my mind yeah but what they're doing like it's it's like they kind of went we've got to go back to what star wars is like you know with force awakens we got to go back to what's what star wars is really like the spirit of star wars but we can't ignore the elements of the prequels that people remember because it's a slight to to to, uh to them as well (laughs) to george lucas so that's what it feels like they're they're trying to meld the two things like their shitty weird, out of ideas oddness <laughs> of indie Cindy <laughs> with the old Pixie style. Yeah. So the way they've done that is to just rip off old Pixie songs. Yeah, yeah. They do it with a couple of different songs. Yeah. Specifically, that the yeah, one. That yeah, that just... one.
0: And that one, and they have the <laughs> bass player sing that one, mm-hmm. uh, doing kind of a, uh, a Kim thing. Kim deal thing, and also the it, the song is about Kim. Yeah. Uh, Oh, is it? Yeah. I I read something
2: in the news that that there was like an article about it somewhere where they were saying, you know, she said she would sing a song, but she would have to give him the topic. And then she gave him like you have to write a song about Kim Deal or whatever. And he was like, like there was some sort of like, oh, I'll do it if you write a song about like the back in the day and Kim Deal. And then he like there was some sort of weird like passing back and forth of like a torch
0: or something. Yeah. It's called All I Think About Now. And it's. Is it like an apology? In its intentions. The its
1: fun, The funny thing is, that was the one that I responded most to out of the rest of this train wreck. And yeah, it it's the one that pissed me wreck. off the
0: most. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, it
1: really pissed me off. But then I found myself going like, at least there's elements of it that I like. And maybe that's only because it's yeah, such yeah, a yeah. shameless ripoff. Yeah, is yeah, it yeah.
2: like an apology or what, what is it just like, oh,
0: like I fucked up? Or what uh, is it? No, no, no it up. isn't. Because you, I, he I didn't don't fuck up. No, you can't put all that in one corner by no. any means. Uh, when people are difficult alcoholics it's kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, things are going a lot of ways there's a lot of ego in that band too yeah yeah but, yeah uh, a lot of ego <laughs> yeah um, uh, yeah I don't I, I haven't memorized the lyrics let me pull okay. them up here for you um, no I, I
1: wasn't actually listening to the lyrics because I but like again, when I think this was of, another
2: album that I only yeah, put on when I was if drumming. I hear all I think about now I think it's like oh like I'm trying to uh, amend for past like you no, know no it's just like, like I'm just kind
0: of sorry how things turned yeah, out there. the way they did but it was pretty great yeah Right it's kind of that Okay Anyway I don't need to go into what it What we had was great or whatever Yeah Yeah okay. yeah yeah I'll think about it fondly Yeah As you should Because uh, yeah you know uh, uh, Some, some of the best records By anybody Ever <laughs> um, Yeah but so this album It's not embarrassing mm-hmm. Like Indie Cindy is But it's not good Okay And it's no. not even good I said I'm gonna listen to this Like a, if this was just The new Frank Black record Would I like it mm-hmm. And no I don't It's not There's. It's missing And I don't understand What's wrong uh, and some of these lyrics are hor- that talent song. Ugh. Oh my Ugh. God! What? What? Fuck? Fuck? what? <laughs> he looks like
1: Jack palance Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's oh, it's uh, looking so, like a Jack palance. uh oh, it's So dope. Yeah, it doesn't. I that don't get it. Awful. And because
0: again, you like go to the mid to late aughts. The what he was working on was so good, and he's a terrific songwriter. Yeah. Terrific, but he can be a bad songwriter. Like yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, but he doesn't usually do it all the time. Yeah, you know, like he does now. And again, like is the the Frank the the Catholic albums uh, that are uneven still have dynamite on them? Like Arrow is an uneven album, but it has Western Star and some other yeah. shit. Show me your tears is an uneven album, but it has Nadine and a few other things. And then again, and again, the first one I really stand by that is a fucking great record. Um, and yeah, there's I don't know. This is more like Cult of Ray. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just like. Ugh. I
1: it's, always forget about Cult of Break. Right. it's very forgettable. It's yeah. super
0: boring.
2: Yeah. It's not even bad. It's just like... I feel like uh, the thing I know most about that album is the awful album. The awful
0: album cover, <laughs> yeah. That, the perfect album cover. Yeah, like. for it like... Huh? Yeah, because it's just kind
1: of like... <laughs> did you make this a MMS Paint or <laughs> Corel Draw or something? Yeah, I did, and it took me five minutes. <laughs> That's my album cover. It's like the first Catholics album cover. Yeah. It looks like... Confusing. Yeah, like... like compute as like <laughs> we got these things now called computers Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they yeah. can make drawings too
0: that's yeah that is a horrible album cover I've always hated it yeah so unpleasant <laughs> for such a good record doesn't fit the sound doesn't anything it's just so dumb what? looking yeah anyway um it, so, I
1: always thought that it looked like if there's a really advanced kid in your class and you're like grade six class who made a cover for his project yeah, on uh, yeah. on like uh, oh, totally. ancient artifacts or yeah. something. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah, but well, anyway, yeah, treasure diggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> so head carrier.
2: I, I,
1: look, I appreciate that you came up with a. <laughs> with a title for the project. <laughs> yeah. Kids
2: project. Yeah. For the kids project. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Head carrier.
0: You um, should wrap up. Yeah. Just. not. It's not, not good. Just don't. Yeah. I don't I'm not going to listen to there's it There's nothing for you here. Okay. No. I won't listen to it. No. They, no. They, they, there's,
1: there's the passing interest of.
2: What are they up to now? Uh,
1: what are they trying to do now? Or like. Uh, and like look. Joey Santiago is one of my absolute guitar gods. Yes. Um. And there's some Joey Santiago work on here, but you know if you want to listen to it, listen to the old albums. Yeah, because he's just fucking lifting riffs right, left,
0: and center yeah, on yeah. this thing. Yeah, and I was, and I'm, I'm surprised with Lovering's drumming too. It's tight. He's always going to be one of the best drummers to ever sit behind a, a kit. But yeah. there's nothing adventurous on here. He doesn't try. No, like go oh, listen to that beat and bone machine, man. What the. F- yeah. yeah, what the fuck is going on
1: That's there? Inspired so many people to try a backward inside out <laughs> beat uh, in their songs and fail horribly. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but so, like, uh, yeah, one of my favorite drummers ever.
1: Certainly one ever. of the best drummers to also practice mathematical <laughs> magic.
3: Yeah.
0: But, uh, oh, babe. What a, what yeah. a I, I don't know uh, of all the bands to com- do, to do the comeback thing. I don't know if there's a worse example, yeah. A harder fall, yeah. A, f- a further distance of brilliance.
1: The only thing that could be worse is if um, if uh, Nirvana made another album. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, That's the most ill advised.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking what a. <sighs> <sighs>
1: <sighs> yep, it's a fucking yeah, bummer. Yeah,
0: I I, I I will say I if if you can find I don't know if that, where you get something like this. Uh, I have it on DVD when there was a big when all the uh, the excitement was building up to the Pixies reunion tour they had the greatest hits yeah. CD that came yeah. out and there was a DVD that has like all their videos, Other videos on I've, it I've, a yeah. concert from 87 or 88 I think 87 and then there's a documentary, the documentary uh, called cool. Gouge yeah. Yeah. and, and seen, it's just talking heads yeah. you know, people like PJ Harvey and David Bowie and Tom York and the talking heads <laughs> the talking yeah. Ass, yeah. <laughs> Just talking about And a bunch of music journalists yeah. Of the time Who were there when it happened When the The, the five years of Fucking Unbelievableness um, When the Pixies were around um, and it just goes album by album through the Pixies' career, and with uh, the Pixies talking as well. And it's fucking fascinating and cool as shit and really insightful. Yeah. And intercut with a, a concert footage from nineteen. I haven't seen that in so long. I had a remarkable. friend that had the DVD. Oh, I watched yeah. it over and over and over and over yeah. again. <laughs> it's called Gouge. You can probably find it online somewhere. I'd be shocked if you couldn't. Yeah, uh, definitely I strongly. It. Particularly I would watch if you don't know what the Pixies are, th- yeah, go watch this. Yeah. I
1: would watch that over Loud, Quiet, Loud. Oh uh, any day of the week Which loud, Quiet Loud is fine It's just I don't want to know what was wrong I want to know what made them fucking magic No, and this, and, that's is, what and this is
0: great You get them like how they did it What they were thinking about at the time You get how other artists were affected by it And how and what, what either made them push themselves Or do this or that And then the music critics talking about how it worked And didn't work for American audiences Versus yeah. European ones uh, It's fascinating it's really cool And yeah I've seen it more than once It's really 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 good Really good. <laughs> yeah. Really
1: very nice.
0: <laughs> and nice good. and good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, we got a roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this week, uh, it's the week before week. our uh, our live show. Next yeah. week is our live show. Yeah. Um. So we're all gonna go see the Medea. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. <laughs> a Medea Halloween film. Yeah. Um.
1: We're gonna go see Boo. Tyler Perry. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And we're all going to talk about that live next week on our next episode. Uh, that's gonna be very fun. But oh, yeah. I, I get to give
0: you guys an album. Oh though. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. What I album had are you something else us? entirely planned, but then I remembered. Oh yeah, we're doing a live show next week, Halloween show. Yeah, uh, we should have something kind of fun to talk about. I was gonna okay. give you this nice, nice little record, but okay. Halloween farts Halloween uh, another time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, scary Halloween show. So I had to think of this while we've been doing this show. I mean, okay. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna go with a little, a little bit of the old, but a little bit different. Okay. And if you're gonna be a big scary album, of course you're gonna dress up like a scary monster and. Uh, uh, very, very. It's, it's Halloween and horror movies, all about sequels, and we keep going back to this. Well, I'm going to go back to it again. Yeah. We're going to return to Kiss uh, a little bit more. No. And we did I've... listen to Gene Simmons' uh, 1978 yeah. Kiss album, because remember, 1978, they all made an album yes. yeah. with their face on the cover. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that Pitchfork Media gave zero point zero two yeah. to I've read the that. Peter Chris album. Yeah. Yeah, because also, Halloween, what's more Halloween than scary kitty cats? He's a kitty. <laughs> He's a kitty. Uh, He's a I'm kitty. just a bad old yeah. kitty, yeah, Peter I re- Chris. I remember that. Well, I'll give credit to you because the, uh, the two kiss songs I probably like the most, Beth, Beth and yeah. Hard Luck Woman, mm-hmm. are his jams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so give me a, a kitty, cat All right. <laughs> <laughs> right st- kitty cat kiss. I will. I'll get right off my Peter
1: Chris kitty cat kiss. Well, it
0: is hot. <laughs> give me the kitty cat October.
2: kiss. October, why October,
1: not? October, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's October. Yeah, yeah. So there you what go. What better time for a kitty cat kitty?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what better time to roll for a losing film yeah. versus the winner, which we will all talk about, Boo, of a Day of Halloween. Right. Now, we had to pick another, It's is our live show is going to be all spooky themed. Yeah. So we had to pick a movie. That, what's scarier than some cute, Little doggies, yeah, yeah, little little buddies, little, yep. Spooky Sp- buddies, spooky buddies.
0: These buddies are spooky,
2: which is an Airbud joint.
0: It's an Airbud, Airbud yeah. cinematic yeah. universe. Listeners yeah, will yeah.
1: know we've delved into this universe
2: a number of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like a whole subsection: the
0: buddies. The buddies are yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the little it's, ones. It's like the Muppet the babies of the yeah. Airbud world. So, right. right,
2: spooky buddies and boo. Day of Halloween, yeah. so we're rolling just spooky for spooky buddies. Am I buddy. going first? Yeah, oh, you're going. Greg's going first. That's a five. five. Oh, that's a nice solid five. So I'm Even rolling chance. second. That's a five. Another solid right. five. Casey's gotta get higher than a five. That's two. Oh, no. Casey's t- watching spooky yeah, buddy. You're my spooky
1: buddy. Guys, on the outside I'm going, oh no, but in the inside I'm going
2: spooky
0: buddies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't give those spooky
0: buddies kitty cat kiss. Oh
3: god.
1: <laughs> 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 Come here, spooky buddies. I got a kitty cat kiss for you. <laughs>
2: Amazing. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: Fuck. Uh,
2: <laughs> Enjoy it. Live it, love it. Yeah. Enjoy so I have it.
1: two fucking movies. Uh, a movie in. and fucking uh Spooky Buddies. <laughs> Spooky Buddies.
2: Yeah.
3: And you got to fit <laughs> it Spooky in by buddies. Saturday. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. By Sunday. Sunday.
2: Sunday. Enjoy Sunday. it. Mm. This Maybe Sunday. Maybe I'll watch them both at the same time. Yeah. If you're in Toronto this Sunday, come come on. Yeah.
0: Man. Done this video. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh now it is time to mosey on over to Orange, you glad? Mm-hmm. The OC Corner, bitch. Yeah, uh, with, with our our uh, segment of the show where we talk about episodes of season one of the OC. Yeah. Um, and we relay the information back to one another. This week, episode twenty, you correct? The telenovela. Twenty, the telenovela. Telenovela. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into it. How? What was the thing that happened last time? Um,
1: well, uh last time oh, I think uh, we sort of reset on everybody's relationships yeah. because Oliver just fucked everything up. And then Seth uh slept with uh with Summer. Summer. And lamented the
0: fact yeah, yeah. that
1: he was bad at fucking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: many times over they had bad sex. Yeah. yeah. And then she revealed she too was a virgin. So right. they're going to take it over. Slowing yeah. it down. Yeah. Uh yeah. and yeah, it looks like Ryan and Marissa maybe splitsville. Who he knows? just can't forgive her. For being a huge douchebag. Listen, yeah. we'll see. We I don't know if see. I trust it. This yeah. is episode twenty of twenty-seven. Oh, see.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll oh, oh, see. Oh. Oh. We got seven episodes left, including this one. What? Yeah, oh. twenty of twenty-seven. Get out! Yeah, That's we're flying many. through. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Casey, take it away. Okay. I
0: don't think I can stop watching this show though until I understand uh, that Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, I keep thinking about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and and like, like who's doing that? What's going on? Yeah. Well, because yeah. it like everybody gets shot in that. Yeah, dude, yeah But yeah. it's based on a specific thing happening. Yeah. But and I don't know who it was. And no. don't anybody. I don't tell us. Don't you don't fucking tell. yeah. Don't you fucking know. I will fucking murder you. Yeah. But that sketch started my lifelong love affair with that song. Yeah, the best. It no makes my heart say. cry. Yeah. Um. All right. So we start. With, as we have, the last couple episodes that I've seen, Ryan and Seth are walking through the schoolyard talking to each other about girl problems. oh they're talking about Ryan and Marissa and how they're going to try to be friends. And Seth doesn't think it can work because yeah. they weren't friends before. Um, wow. And then uh, we cut over to Summer and Marissa and... They're talking about how, you know, sad it is that DLR and Marissa aren't together anymore. Right. And then uh, Summer's like, oh, yeah, Seth and I have had a bunch of sex, and uh, now he's really good at it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now we fuck like champs. So that's all the whole right. fucking hey, thing. G-
0: well, you know what good for them.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Teresa, and if you'll remember, Teresa is DLR's ex-girlfriend from... Uh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, the catering the girl. F- filthy life he had before. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so she calls DLR and she's like, uh, hey, uh, I'm coming to LA or wherever you are, the Orange yeah. County, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> probably had some hints as to yes, where they were. Sir.
1: Um, I'm coming there. Uh, we should totally hang out. And he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, so then we cut to her where she is. She gets off the phone and her boyfriend comes out of the shower or whatever. And guess what? It's Eric Balfour. Oh, "No, see like, oh, oh. on the show. Hmm. Right. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> mystery. Solved. There he was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he comes out and he's like, who are you talking to? And she's like, no one. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then we're okay. So we're back at uh, school and summer's in the hallway and she's talking to some blonde guy named Brad. Yeah. Uh, and he comes, and Brad comes up to Summer, and, and Seth is all threatened kind of thing. And, uh, and then we cut back to Ryan and Marissa, and they're all awkward around each other. And then back to Brad, who's like, hey, the swim team is uh, doing a charity fundraiser. We're doing a kissing booth. And I'm like, you're doing a kissing booth? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're doing a fucking kissing booth thing again. <laughs> How is this not an 80s sitcom? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and, he, and Brad, the swimmer, goes, and uh, I was trying to think of somebody who would be comfortable kissing all the dudes in school, and of course I thought of you. And Summer's like, oh, that's so nice. Of course I'll do it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I don't think that is nice. No, I don't <laughs> think it is at all. Yeah. Um, she's all f And Seth is standing there. Everyone's ignoring him, and he's looking at everyone going, what? What is happening? And I'm like, yeah, your girlfriend's going to kiss everybody in school uh. and didn't even talk to you about it first. No. Yeah. Um and he's uh but she just laughs it off. She's like, yeah, I'm going to do it, bye. She walks away. And then Anna comes up and uh so they yeah. start to kind of talk. Yeah. Then we cut to Caleb We got the adult shit going Uh, on. The adult shit is always the
0: worst. Grandpa. Uh,
1: They they, they try to get a little more adult and complex in this one, at least. Uh Uh, Because Caleb, Kirsten's dad, uh, comes up to Kirsten and and is like, Hey, I got this friend who's in a bit of trouble. He was at a hotel, and he was so drunk that he accidentally went in somebody's room. But, uh, he, you know, it's a minor thing, but he needs someone uh, to help get him off. And... uh, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Cut it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, not out of you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, are yeah. my daughter. Why don't you give? A, why do you give a friend off? Um, and uh, and he's like, I-, I want you to ask eyebrows to do it. And she's like, Eyebrows fucking hates you. He's never going to do it. Yeah. Why do you want eyebrows anyway? You have a team of lawyers. And he's like, Well, we want to keep this hush hush. Oh, uh, so yeah. she's like, Oh, I'm not going to ask him. You have to ask him yourself if you want him. And Caleb's like, Arr! meddling kids. Yeah. Uh, then Summer is sitting and flirting with, like, the whole swim team uh, at, like, I don't know, the common area or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Seth is just seething, and Anna comes over, and she's like, so she's just, like, ignoring you, right? And Seth is like, oh, well, yeah, but... Uh, g- g- g. Um, uh-huh. Great dialogue. Really nice. Nah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then Marissa's mom shows up for a parent teacher meeting and uh, just walks right up to Luke. Because you might remember they fucked each other. Yeah. Um, right. Crazy town. Yeah. Luke kind of tries to go and kiss her. And she's like, no, no, kiss me at your you fucking, fucking locker. Idiot. You wang. And then Tate shows up and he's like, hi, everybody.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> We need to, like, <laughs> the drinking game in this show is a character arrives when it would be a bad time for them to arrive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You would be, like, awkward. drunk. Um,
1: You'll just be drunk. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that would That's be it. the end. you be That would be the ultimate uh, what happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Trunks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Luke then just kind of walks away awkwardly. Uh, then DLR comes up to Marissa and apologizes for being awkward earlier, and they're like, look, let's just make a date and hang out as friends um then we cut back to caleb and he shows up at eyebrows restaurant uh-huh. and asks him for a favor and eyebrows is a real dick about <laughs> it he, he's like uh oh you want me to help your friend uh you fucking hate me i'm not gonna lie to you i hate you <laughs> um, but you know what maybe i'll do it maybe yeah I'll yeah do it. um and then uh Oh, and then I've written that Tate and Marissa's mom have a nice moment where Marissa's mom is like, you know what? You're a really good father, and I appreciate that. And I was like, what a nice thing to put in there. Hmm. Um, and uh, it, it, you know, doesn't, it actually sort of tangentially um, kind of leads, it doesn't really lead to anything, but mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense in the context of her arc. And I was like, that was a really nice moment to put in there, a huh. nice moment of writing. Um and then uh, Summer and Seth are in bed together, and they're getting their fuck on. And Seth asks Summer, uh, "He's like, why did you ignore me at school when you, when you were flirting with all those swimmers?" And she's like, "I don't know, because I don't want our uh, relationship to be all public and stuff. It's none of their business." And he's and she's clearly ashamed of him, and r- rightfully so. Uh-uh. So, and he's like, "Yeah," but and she's like, she distracts him with more bonering. Um, yeah. And then DLR and Marissa are hanging out, and it's super awkward again. Okay. And they're like, oh, why is this so awkward? It's just so hard to. And she's like, I don't know. Maybe we should talk about Luke, or maybe we should talk about Oliver. Yeah. And then that makes things super awkward, and yeah. I'm like really offside. Well,
2: that's like not. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: just when it's the most awkward it could be, Teresa shows up. Hey, Remember how take Teresa a drink. was going to show up? Yeah. Yeah. Take a drink. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking totally. Uh, uh, That's and, two shots so far. <laughs> yep. uh, then Marissa totally bails, obviously. And then back at Dad and Kirsten, they're talking about their plot line, and uh, <laughs> Seth and DLR come in. Eyebrows uh, says that Teresa called. He's like, "Oh, uh, DLR, Teresa called for you," and they start riding his jock about having two girls on the go. Yeah. Um, oh. And then we're in a CD ho- a CD motel. Luke is pulling up his pants av- after having just bonered uh Bonard. Cooper. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Luke, this is such a weird so angle. So weird. It's really weird. And uh, he says something young, you know, like, this is totally radical, Mrs. Yeah, C. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that. Bonin you is
2: <laughs> yeah. totally radical. Yeah. Um, Surf the wave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Thanks for all the popsicles, mom yeah. lady. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, that that's when she remembers that she's basically letting a child fuck her. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. And, then, and he's taking
2: my Popsicle peat sticks, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, those
2: are my points.
1: <laughs> um,
2: I was going to get a cool
1: baseball shirt. That <laughs> um, says Popsicle on it. <laughs> yeah. I would wear it. I would wear the shit out of yeah. 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 Um Not even ironically. Uh, <laughs> so then uh, her... I was dealing with uh, with uh, Beatrice at the time. She's being fidgety. So I can't tell. Her youngest daughter calls her. Neither had trouble with her diorama or diarrhea.
3: Okay. <laughs> or <laughs> diarrhea-rama. Yeah, yeah. Either yeah. way,
1: she's got to go help her daughter. Um, and, uh, okay. So then at lunch, DLR is sitting with Marissa or asks to sit with Marissa. And uh, she's like, so, Teresa, did you guys fuck at all? Just asking." And he's like, no. So they didn't fuck. Uh, uh, then uh, Seth and okay. Anna are talking. Seth and Anna are hanging out a lot this uh, episode. Right. Um, Anna is still talking about summer, and he's stammering about it like, Ooh, and she's like, "You got to talk to her. You got to stand up to her, you know, about your relationship, mm-hmm. uh, or you're a fucking coward." And he's like, Meh. "Me, me." Um, mm-hmm. So then Sean... Okay, Sean is the guy who uh, Caleb wants eyebrows to get off. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So Sean comes to see eyebrows, and uh, he's a real shady character. Right. Like, what's going on with this guy? And it turns out that he was in that... um, in the room Mm -hmm. getting some secret plans or something like that for (laughs) Caleb's shady company this fucking
2: subplot all of the adult stuff I don't fucking care about anything and they're
1: trying to get some like some real shit going like Uber. dramatically inert some you know secret papers and stuff like that with this guy and he sort of vaguely threatens eyebrows but I'm like I don't understand the threat or anything also I don't care
2: yeah Yeah. Um, I never care no no
1: so then, uh, Teresa and Dirty Little Ryan are uh, walking along the beach, having witty things to say to each other, and she's she tells him she's like, "Oh well, I was with this guy Eddie. That's Eric Balfour, uh, but we broke up." Um, and uh, and I'm like, "Oh, you didn't break up. You yeah. were fucking told he came out of your shower." Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so Seth and Summer are about to, to get down to some boner play. When Seth stops and he's like, this is my fucking where I make my stand. He's like, "Uh, listen, you fucking clearly only like me in secret. You don't want people to know. And that makes me feel like shit. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so if you can't acknowledge me publicly, I'm not going to acknowledge you privately. I'm not going to fuck you. What? And she's like, yes, you will. You'll be fucking me within the hour. And he's like, nope, no bonering styles for you at all. Bonering and styles? Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, we'll see. And then uh, uh, we cut to DLR, and he goes home and finds Eddie, Eric Balfour, yeah. at his home. And Eric Balfour is looking for Teresa. And DLR is like, oh, uh, I haven't seen her. Lied. And Eric is like, oh, well, we're engaged. So not oh. only was she not broken up. They're fucking engaged. Yeah. Holy
0: smokes. Yeah. Oh
1: man. Mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. Um so then DLR goes to Teresa and is like, You fucking lied. Why did you lie? And you made me lie to him. Um and she's like, Well, I'm just not sure I want to be with him. And he's like, Okay, well I'll come to my house and have some food. Um <laughs> yeah. So then Summer shows up again, comes back to Seth's house, Bonner and demands time? sex. Give me a boner, she says, <laughs> um, and he says no, and then she goes, "Well, it's not technically you having sex if you don't have to do anything." Wink, wink, and I'm like, "Blow job," uh, and he's like, <laughs> "So I got it. I got what she was saying." <laughs> yeah. um, and he's like, uh, uh, "No, I'm not. Did not even taking a blowjob from you." I'm like, all right. Uh, she's like, you know, I, I don't know what your big problem is. I'm just not comfortable with public displays of affection. Yeah. And he's like, you're running a kissing booth. I'm like, mm, touche. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, she's not going to blow him. Uh, then Caleb shows up at Julie's house. And he just wants, like, a booty call. She's like, what is this, a booty call? And she slams the door in his face, and he goes, what's a booty call? What is this, the motion picture booty call? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> starring Tommy <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> um, uh, then Eyebrows asks Kirsten about Sean, and I don't care. Yeah. Uh, DLR comes in with Teresa, and the parents ask Seth, like, oh, what's she doing here? What the heck? And Seth is like, oh, it's a telenovela. And then everything becomes... Lightly racist. Uh,
0: um,
1: uh. Yeah. So uh, then Tate tells Marissa that she needs to tell DLR. She's like, look, you got to tell DLR that you want to be more than friends because clearly you do. Basically, you're lying to him right now saying yeah. you just want to be friends when you're trying to get with him. Get whip. Yeah. Um, so then, back at the Cohen house, they're all sitting around eating, h- laughing with Teresa. Oh, we're having such a fun time. We see why Teresa is so great. And then Marissa shows up to tell DLR how he feels, and he didn't know that she didn't know that Teresa would
2: be there. Oh, what then, an awkward moment for her to come in, take a drink, take a drink. Uh-huh.
1: And then uh, the family's like, "Oh, please stay and have some dinner." And she's like, "All right,
2: all right, this won't be awkward."
1: Yeah, uh-huh. and she sits down. But you know what Dan It's funny you say Because it was Oh Yeah Pass the beans Um Then eyebrows Confronts Caleb About Sean's Shady dealings um, uh-huh. and uh, K- Caleb goes, Yeah, super shady. Uh, Caleb goes, That's just how business gets done. Yeah, and, checks out. Uh, <laughs> and then eyebrows goes, No, I'm not being any part of this. Yeah, and no. Caleb goes, Well, check it out whether you want to or not. Kristen is the second in command of my business. So, whether she knows about this shit, which she doesn't or not, she's implicit in it. So, you're gonna help me or she's gonna go to jail too. Blackmail. Oh. Yeah. what? Yes, <laughs> um. And Summer finds Anna and uh, tells her that, and, like, they're kind of weird around each other, obviously. And she's like, well, I don't think Seth and I are going to work out anyway because he doesn't like public displays of affection and blah, 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 blah. And Anna's, and it's all so ham-fisted and and awkward uh, so that Anna can say the line, you know, you dressed up like Wonder Woman for him. Obviously, you like him. You dressed up like Wonder Woman for him. But Wonder Woman has an invisible jet not an invisible boyfriend. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh, I really hope someone got fired. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a, it's a real bummer. Wow. Otherwise. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then this is where Summer has a big heartfelt confession. She confesses to Anna, look, the real reason I want to... Uh, Uh, i I don't want to tell people is that seth cohen's much smarter than me and better than me at everything and he's just gonna get bored of me and he's gonna dump me and i'm so afraid that that's gonna happen um and uh and and then she goes and i'm like oh okay well that's a nice vulnerable thing and then she goes and god imagine being dumped by seth cohen it's humiliating and I'm like, what's well, mean to say about Seth? And also, she got dumped by Seth Cohen. <laughs> yeah. So this is weird for everybody. Um, And then Julie calls Luke and is all like, hey, be at the hotel in 15 minutes. This is a booty call. So she was all disgusted when she got a booty call, but right. then she made one. So she's back in power. Okay. Yeah. So Seth talks to Anna. Uh, who tells him how Summer feels. She's like, you know, she feels vulnerable. Yeah. And like, blah, 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 blah. And then Marissa goes to Teresa's motel and goes, look, are you still in love with Dirty Little Ryan? Because I am. Uh, and uh, and I just want to know if you are too. And then DLR goes to find Eric Balfour and tells him, look, I wasn't honest. Uh, I didn't know where she was kind of thing. She's there. And... Eric Balfour is like, oh, well, I pop the question and she comes running to you. Well, I love her and I want to take care of her. So if you don't, you need to tell her to come home to me. And so uh, DLR has a uh, a choice to make.
2: Okay. Mm. Uh,
1: then Teresa tells a story about how when she was young, uh, she's telling this to Marissa, how she was young. She you know wanted to have real love and everything, but sometimes you don't get real love. Sometimes you just end up with the person you end up with and maybe that's okay. And I'm like, you are in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to marry somebody. You are a fucking teenager. Yeah. Um. But uh, anyway, then Seth goes to the kissing booth where Summer's kissing everybody and he tells all the other dudes in line to kiss his girlfriend to scram and she he's like we talk right now and then he gets up on the table and she's like dude what are you doing and he's like i am in a relationship with you and i really like you and uh, if you want if you like me you'll get up on this table with me guess what she does guys she gets up on the table. Oh, yep, mm. and they kiss each other on their mouths. Yeah. Oh, on the mouth? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Anna has a nice little acting moment where they cut to her, and she looks really proud because she helped that happen. Yeah. So she looks like, oh, she's like, this is really nice and everything, but it's mixed with a little sadness that uh, you know yeah. she didn't get to be with Seth Cohen. Mm-hmm. It was a really nice little acting moment, and I was oh. like, oh, I got to give you credit for that. Yeah, yeah. Then DLR shows up at Teresa's door. Teresa's in a motel, kind of thing. Yeah. He shows up and he's like, uh, you know, he had the whole decision he had to make and he kisses her. What? So he's oh. super into Teresa, who's engaged.
0: I see. Oh, man. He's, he's like, no, oh, no, your uh, fiance pretty much gave me the go ahead. so nah. uh, <laughs> Listen,
1: I was just talking to your fiance and <laughs> Did uh, he turned on him about what happened anyway. He turned into the boss there for a second? Yeah. Uh, Bruce <laughs> Pantino, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. was like, listen, I got a hungry heart. <laughs> no, not that boss. <laughs>
0: Angela, Jonathan.
2: Oh, no. Jonathan, no. He's
1: not technically the boss because who is the boss?
2: I don't know. You know. Uh huh.
1: I think it was Jonathan.
2: Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. Samantha. Samantha. Is he a, Is there an Angela <laughs> on think the show? I just make that yeah. up. Mm. Angela. I was yeah, thinking no, no, an Samantha. Angela. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, AOC. Yeah. Uh, You want to know what music was on this episode?
1: Yeah. Oh, it was very washy and. uh, Caught
2: in the Rain by Preston School of Industry. (laughs) Is that a band or a thing? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Leaving Trains by James William Hindle. Oh. Bluebird of Happiness by Mojave 3. I believe we've heard that by now. Uh I've heard that band before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Des Moines by Halloween Alaska.
0: Halloween, Alaska.
2: Halloween, comma Alaska. That's a band. So those are just two words. Yeah, and then something pretty by
0: Patrick Park. (laughs) I
2: don't know why that name makes me laugh. Just about to look up Halloween,
0: Alaska. Thank you for bringing up the Wikipedia. Yeah,
2: a Minnesota band. Oh, yeah, idiots. One of the (laughs) one of their albums called Champagne Downtown. (laughs) And I I don't know why Patrick Park makes me laugh, but it does. How do you think uh, Des Moines by Halloween Alaska goes, Casey? Uh, (laughs) Des Moines. They're a weird (laughs) man. They're like, you know, kind of like ween, but. (laughs) I think it's it's as spooky as it is chilly. (laughs) Happy Uh, Halloween in Des
1: Moines.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> no, they, ended, they ended on a strong note. I like that. I like that. Uh, Halloween Alaska. Yeah. Mm, um. <laughs> That's my favorite lyric from "We Didn't Start the Fire." Red Jenna Johnny Halloween Alaska, Alaska. North Pacific South
1: Pacific Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God!
2: Well, I do. You guys think they're going a little bit overboard on this whole uh, like love triangle stuff with all these all the back and forth? Or well, do you something's
0: think- got to fucking go down here. Now yeah. we've gotten into like, there's just a mess of nothing going on again. But yeah, uh, we, that, that's we got, what I really got,
2: felt watching
1: this uh, this episode. I was like. Okay, we're in a rebuilding period after yeah, the yeah, craziness yeah. that yeah, right, was all right. Oliver. Olive's. So we gotta create some more, but we gotta keep things crazy. Yeah. But we gotta sort of create more relationships and stuff yeah. like that. But now it's Makes just kind of going off the rails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, then DLR is not with Marissa anymore, and then his ex girlfriend and she's engaged, and yeah. then he kisses her. And
0: they're not focusing on the right thing. Marissa's ex boyfriend is fucking her mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't make that a B plot. That's yeah. a fucking A yeah. plot. And she used to fuck her friend's dad. Yeah. This Tra- is crazy.
1: Yeah. Can we at least get some kind of a French farce thing going yeah. on? Yeah. I mean, where everybody's coming in and out of doors and oh,
0: nothing is as you got to have to do so many shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all the other stuff yeah. where people are upset about stuff like, whoa, you were too close to your friend, Olives. Yeah. Or uh, you don't want to be a boyfriend and pu- my girlfriend in public. That stuff's not interesting. It's like, hey, I'm fucking your mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy town.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, we'll find out if Crazy Town is in the next
0: episode. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm fucking my friend's mom, Sugar. (laughs) And I like it very much. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I like a Mississippi. Oh,
2: my God. That has been yeah. another episode of See You Next Wednesday. Yeah. We Please did the c-
1: shit out of that one. Remember,
2: yes. info at com. Send us uh, what you think of the OC and all of your thoughts and uh, yeah. cares. Yeah. and Concerns. And, yeah. Uh, com. You can find a uh, new episode of... Uh, surface noise there New episode of Flight School Lots of podcasts Follow us on Facebook And Twitter At SYNWPC Come and see us live On Come Sunday Come and see us live yeah. On The Sunday, 23rd, 23rd of October In Toronto
1: I'm gonna talk about Some spooky buddies And a little bit Of media.
2: <laughs> I thought you were Gonna say Madea <laughs> my dick, <laughs> give my dick, a little
1: kitty cat kiss. <laughs> I'm gonna give my dick a little kitty cat kiss. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: mm-hmm. As always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, internet suckers. And if you see <laughs> us on the street, give
1: us
3: a kitty cat kiss. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.